Badlands, right in the Badlands. Explain those Badlands. That's a hell of a name. Mr. Vice President, I'm going off script again, I know, but I just want to personally thank you. We've been through some stuff. We've gone through some, some of the most complex military operations this country's ever conducted, and your steady hand and your leadership during those was a great source of strength for me. Thank you for your leadership. Thank you for your character. Thank you for your selfless service. Thank you for commitment. Thank you for being a mentor to me, Mr. Vice President. It's called the swamp. And you know what happened? And you know what I did? A big favor. I caught the swamp. I caught them all. Let's see what happens. Nobody else could have done that but me. I caught all of this corruption that was going on, and nobody else could have done it. years we gather on these steps to carry out the orderly and peaceful transfer of power. Today's ceremony, however, has very special meaning, because today we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government while the people have borne the cost. Washington flourished, but the people did not share in its wealth. This American carnage stops right here and stops right now. The forgotten men and women of our country will be forgotten no longer. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. This is a president of the United States who is a danger to the republic. America first. He knows he's an illegitimate president. The oath of office I take today is an oath of allegiance to all Americans. The great Trump recovery. America will never be a socialist country. I will fight for you with every breath in my body. Russia. Russian pro-Russian. Russian, Russia, Russian, 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 the Russians. Russia, Russia, Russia. Russia. And I will never, ever let you down. A dangerous virus is spreading rapidly in China, and U.S. officials are very worried that it could come here. This is really the worst attack we've ever had. This is worse than Pearl Harbor. This is worse than the World Trade Center. There's never been an attack like this. The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. What they're doing is using COVID to steal an election. Together, we will make America strong again. You know what it's about? Fraud. Fake ballot. 
We will make America wealthy again. They are trying to steal the election. Now, under the leadership of President Trump, we are fully realizing President Kennedy's prescient view of Special Operations Forces. We will make America proud again. And watch, please, those mail-in ballots. We will make America safe again. And in millions and millions of ballots, their vote is under what they thought they needed. They're dumping more ballots in there, okay? And yes, together, we will make America great again. Thank you. God bless you. If we are right about the fraud, Joe Biden can't be president. Congress, the chair declares the joint session dissolved. And God bless America. Now, calm before the storm. What storm is the You'll find out. Here's the moment you've all been waiting for. Here is devolution. 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 With a tell. Patriot. The best is yet to come. Congrats on this. I like this show. The Power Hour. That's got a good sound yeah, to it. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Devolution Power Hour, the Saturday edition. Hope you guys had a great week. It's been a weird day, man. I, I don't know about you guys. Um, I'll ask you how you're doing here in a second. Don't worry. But it's been a weird day. Like, I've been trying to, for hours to find, like, stuff to discuss. And I felt like I could not find anything to talk about tonight. Uh, although, I did end up with a couple things. We'll see how we how we do. But anyway, how was your Saturday? <laughs> I, it's a little bittersweet for me because I'm not at CPAC. Uh, and Chris and I were at CPAC last time. And we had a lot of fun. Uh just basically looking down on everybody there, which we did. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm not disappointed about not being there. I, I kind of am. It was neat. It was fun. It would have been fun for me to see Kurt Schlichter, I have to say. Yeah, we had to sit in the same cafe with him and and John Cardildo or whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The, the people, like the pictures I'm seeing of who's there, I'm just not impressed, except for Trump. You know what it reminds me of, man, when, you know, when I used to live in Hollywood and work in Hollywood every year, the Sundance Film Festival was like one of the kind of it was like a, it was like a Hollywood scene field trip to a ski mountain that we completely took over and everything was free. And we just uh, ran around and acted famous and got drunk all the time. And uh it looks like the the style of uh, of photojournalism being done at CPAC right now reminds me of that. That sounds amazing. I, I doubly <laughs> wish that wish that I was there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we did have a good time last year. I mean, I don't even drink, but I'm not running around right not drinking with a bunch of drunk people is actually a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I saw a picture of um, CPAC like attendance. Listening to the speakers before Trump was there, and there weren't that many people there. It was it was kind of bad. But then when Trump was there, it was like packed. Yeah. So I don't There's know. There's a lot of people throughout the day. I mean, a lot of people are just there for Trump, and and there's also such a difference between like when the MAGA candidates are on and when the establishment candidates are on. Mm -hmm. You know, in terms of excitement. Go ahead, Patrick. Sorry. Remember, uh, at the last CPAC we got a chance to hang out with a bunch of people who go to every CPAC. Mm -hmm. 
and the thing we did hear about the last CPAC was that CPAC is dying. Mm. Uh, and it was the one of the most forlorn episodes of CPAC that they had seen in a while. So I can only imagine what that trend continued would look like today. Hmm. But, you know, it's, it's it's always an opportunity to to be there and just get out in front of all those people and get them had to be on your of, show and stuff. Had they heard of Gart yet, though? Not yet. Because Gart is not dying. No, Gart is growing. Speaking of which, get your tickets. And a little shout out. There was a, there was a Badlander get-together today in Lakeland, Florida. Uh, uh -huh. Zach was there. Stormy was there. Um, General Quas was there. And no they had like kidding. over 30 people in attendance. I got a little video here Zach sent me. Yeah, Brian Cates was there too. Wow. But yeah, that's... He didn't, didn't tell me about that. Video. I talk to him almost every day. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty, like a pretty good um, showing for... They organized it themselves and Stormy's right over here. Where? Show me. On the right side, they're like uh, four to the right of... I see him. Of Cates. He's got a white t-shirt on, Patrick, and like it's oh. red and blue. Oh, oh, okay. I see him. I see him now. Yeah. He's bald. So, Shout out to you, Lakeland Badlanders, for organizing that and getting together. I think they do it monthly. So very cool. Very, very cool. Awesome. Okay. Uh, well, we are going to get into a couple speeches, or at least one speech from CPAC. We're going to talk about some moon landing stuff. Um, I can't remember my other topics that I had. Oh, the South Carolina primary taking place. We should talk about that a little bit, maybe, and how yeah. Nikki Haley got demolished in her own state, and she lost the primary. And uh, <laughs> glad somebody caught that. And uh, yeah, uh, she's not dropping out. Uh, you know how she? What he means by she got demolished is um, not appropriate for a family show. <laughs> yeah, but make sure you guys hit that thumbs up and let's uh, get into our first couple sponsors, Patrick, and we'll get get going. Absolutely, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I like it raw and it's completely improved my life. This is nutrition the way nature intended. Way more energy throughout the day, sleeping better throughout the night, healthier hair and skin. Well, you know, healthier skin helps with digestion. My stomach feels better and I feel better and healthier overall. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you're going to love this product, but for if, if for any reason you don't, they'll give you a 100% money back guarantee. I got you 15% off your first order and free rush shipping. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code John, J-O-N. That's promo code John at fieldofgreens.com, fieldofgreens.com. And let's do Gold Co. right away, too. Are you concerned about the $6 trillion at stake in the upcoming 2024 election? The Wall Street Journal has reported a critical issue. The looming decision on extending tax cuts scheduled to expire after 2025. Republicans advocate for extending Trump's tax cuts, while the Democrats lean towards letting them expire and increasing taxes on top earners and corporations, potentially creating a massive $6 trillion gap. But fear not. There's a way to protect yourself from this impending threat. Join the thousands of hardworking Americans who are taking proactive steps to safeguard their savings. Visit BadlandsGold.com to claim your free 2024 gold and silver kit. 
and fortify everything you've worked for. You may even qualify for up to 10% back in bonus silver. But hurry, supplies are limited. Don't leave your financial future to chance. Act now to diversify and shield your savings against the uncertainties ahead. Get your free 2024 gold and silver kit today at BadlandsGold.com and take control of your financial destiny. Awesome. And this is what I'm talking about. So this is a picture. I apologize. It was from Benny Johnson, but I couldn't find it anywhere else. This was without Trump speaking. And this is with, and I don't know how many like seats they even have at this place, but. When it's I was there, been... I never even went in there. Oh, you didn't? Oh, no. I did. <laughs> I, I, no, hell no. Why'd you uh, even go? You literally just went about? to mingle. I, I was wandering the halls. That's where the action is at CPAC. Who cares yeah. about that stupid auditorium? <laughs> he is he is right about that, except for the Trump speech for real. And, and I wasn't I wasn't gonna go to the Trump speech because I could just watch that on my laptop without having to go through the freaking Gestapo, whatever they the security <laughs> shit that they make you go through. The security is real, yeah. Um Man, I was going to say, John, you mentioned the South Carolina primary and I keep watching this thing, you know, for anybody in the audience, I don't know if you guys had a chance to, to watch his victory speech. I guess they had like a watch party and then Trump had his South Carolina leadership team up there. Thanked like McMaster, the Lindsey Graham thing is probably uh, worth a look. That was just the yeah. most cringeworthy thing I've ever seen. Um, but he also mentioned twice that he had received double the most votes ever in the South Carolina GOP primary. And he said it twice and it caught my ear both times because I was uh, looking for primary results. And uh, and it was like, I think, 7, 11 um, Eastern time when they when he went up, I think it, the, the polls closed at. 6.30 and the results started coming out at 7 or something. So like 7.11, I think I looked at the time on the on the screen. He's saying he got the most, double the most votes. Now I went back and looked. He got 240,000-ish in 2016. Newt Gingrich actually had 244,000. He won South Carolina in 2012. Newt I didn't remember that. Yeah. Like finished ahead of Mitt Romney and they still... Rigged it for Romney, but uh, well, here, here's yeah, the, so, the clip. So Trump would have to get up to you, have it? Yep, amazing. I was just informed that we got double the number of votes that has ever been received in the great state of South Carolina. And so funny, like he just was just informed that the screen is showing zero percent, zero percent, zero percent, and have him as the winner. And look at the source. Yeah. That is what Decision the media considers their official. HQ. Yes. And so I have Decision Desk, Desk HQ on my phone up right now. You probably can't see it. No. It's not going to focus in well enough. But right now they have 90% reporting. Trump has 406 plus thousand. Nikki Haley has, there you go. Perfect. So Nikki Haley has 266,000. She also so Trump, got more votes than the she's record. She's gotten more votes than anyone ever, which is fine because in 2016, I mean, listen, none of these numbers are correct, right? And all of them are Democrats, probably. A majority of them. Of hers, fine. 2016 had 750,000-ish total votes, just to like, 
So uh, Jeb and I think Ted Cruz finished with like 100. No, Ted Cruz and someone else finished with 150,000. And then everybody else was, you know, 50,000 and, and lower ish. But so how does Trump know that he's going to get somewhere around 400 and I guess 490,000 votes while the decision desk is still like saying this, how, this is how many precincts are reporting. Yeah. I don't know. That That's crazy. I he mean, really what kind of information informed. do they have? Yeah. The, Why there's also Trump reports as soon as the polls close. And then we are being told that the media official numbers are uh, still trickling in over the course of hours. Yeah. It'll be curious. I'm curious to see where he ends up at, but we did get some reporting and I don't know how accurate this was, but people were saying like, Oh, I voted and I was going to go scan my vote in. Mm -hmm. And I was told that, well, our internet's down. So you have to put it in this other side little bin over here because with the internet down, we can't do this properly, which we've been told none of this stuff is connected to the internet. But then also we just had the report from CISA come out. We went over last week where like 76% of the election infrastructure entities that they, you know, went through and did a study on had access to the internet or something stupid like vulnerabilities. So I don't know, man, that, that's weird too. But yeah, it, it's an interesting thought. You know, we, we, we've long discussed, the, and it's a big part of the devolution discussion in general, and the theory is Trump knows how th that they won in, in 2020. There was election interference. And a big part of that is like, like him knowing that he has the will of the people behind him yep. gives him justification to do whatever he needed to do and implement something like devolution. And so how would he know that? And you're absolutely right. Like, this is very interesting that he comes out with 0% reporting, him already being declared the winner, celebrating, and him saying, yeah, here we got double the votes. This is wild, man. It's wild. So Go I, ahead, Patrick. I tweeted right before noon Central Time, or 11.27 a.m. Central Time this morning. I tweeted, and I quote on X, formerly Twitter, uh, I support installing Donald Trump as dictator for life. And I would like him to arrest every single public figure who denied the provable fact that the 2020 election was rigged and stolen. Yes. And I only have about 20,500 followers on Twitter. I don't get this level of engagement. I got 346 likes. I got 61 retweets on this. And nobody, to, to my knowledge, nobody really super important retweeted me. 61 retweets is huge. The people agree with this. Yeah. Dude, big, imagine big if numbers. you put breaking news and a siren at the beginning ah. of it, how much engagement you would get. <laughs> oh, my God. Patrick, retweet yourself and everybody in the audience. If you are paying attention and you're a bit, you know, you're able to get on Twitter right now. Done. Go retweet that Patrick tweet. This is, Absolutely. you know, Steve Bannon calls this stuff being a force multiplier. And that's exactly what it is. You know, if someone's hitting the right message, you spreading that message is going to get more eyes on it. And if everybody does that, that takes over the narrative. It like you have to fill the entire space with the truth. And then there's, then it's in front of everybody. It's if people don't see it, it's easy to pretend that the true thing isn't true. And if it's in their face, it's much harder for them to, de to uh, deny it. Go ahead, Patrick. Sorry. You know, it really is. It, it, why? Why are you gay? I love that. I do too. Well, the, this is the tweet though. I support installing. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's the one. Audience, oh, holy crap! How did you do that so fast? That's because you. It's because you retweeted it. Oh, and all of all of you in the audience are retweeting. Yeah. Miller.
Wow. And all of you guys Thanks, that guys. are retweeting this, make sure you hit a thumbs up as well. Look yep, at those yep. numbers just climb. Holy cow. Wow. We are force multiplying right now like little bunny rabbits. And know what you guys should do is go to go to Patrick's account. Go to go to your favorite Badlanders account and then hit the little button thing. I'm not going to do it because I don't want to get inundated with Patrick's post. Just kidding. I'll do it too. Turn on <laughs> notifications. And then every time he posts, you can force multiply it. Hell yeah. This this entire thing was just me trying to get more followers on Twitter. So well, subscribe to. I'm okay. subscribed to General Mike okay. Flynn, Roseanne Barr, and Elon Musk, and Owen Benjamin, for sure. Not, not even subscribed to Badlands Media? Can I subscribe to Badlands Media? Yeah. Kind of like my, robbing Peter to pay Paul in, when you think about it. You gave Wednesday's Power Hour a $20 Rumble rant, which is I did do essentially that. the same thing. I know. I was uh, I was at the lovely South Lake Hilton, the future site of Garden Ooh, 4, get your when tickets. I did that. That is irony and cool but yeah you can subscribe to badlands media my application my personal you know where you can subscribe to me it's still pending from the day they launched the service that they're still reviewing my application for over a year now or something stupid yep so hopefully one of these days that'll get approved nope. and i can join in on the fun but guys i just want to say um i got retweeted by the president of el salvador a few a couple of days ago yeah that was awesome it was fun. It was awesome. He's got 5.6 million followers, but I am not getting the kind of response to my tweet that his retweet. I mean, what you guys are doing right now gave a bigger response than the president of El Salvador retweeting me. So wow. we got okay, yeah, by the there's, way, there's power did, here. Did you guys see Trump Trump's comments on Bitcoin? Mm -hmm. No. What? I, well, dude, course, I don't Pat see anything. Doesn't. I come to this show to get the news. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What I'm looking for um in a co-host. Okay, let me I show know you, you are. Okay. Hey guys, I, I want to tell you something really quick. Okay. If you're in the audience watching, don't buy Bitcoin. Give me like three days or a week or something. We are working on a Bitcoin affiliate right now. So next week you can get your Bitcoin, as much Bitcoin as you can possibly purchase. But right now, I mean it's gonna dip. It's all it always dips, and then you buy it and then dip and it goes back up. Always dips, guys. But before you before I'm gonna show this video. I just Not want financial you to know, advice. No matter how much this convinces you to buy Bitcoin now, you don't do it until next week. I need your promise. <laughs> I, I cannot support anything he's saying. Yeah. I disavow myself with that too. If you need to get Bitcoin right now, do it. But just, I 100% am in favor of you guys giving us money instead of giving it to other scumbags. I agree with that too. So okay. hold on. Um, right. I want to uh, I want to show what Trump actually said about Bitcoin back in the day so give me a second to let me do this this is good information because i've always called it know. scumbags oh yeah other scumbags not the <laughs> give the money to these scumbags. <laughs> scumbags okay so this was back in oh let's see he apparently had a tweet back in 2019 Uh, do you want to read? Yeah. Right there. All right. It should be of no surprise that this U.S. president would declare himself not a fan of highly volatile <laughs> cryptocurrencies based on thin air <laughs> that facilitate unlawful behavior or that he much prefers a 
dependable and reliable currency called the United States dollar. Dude, he was doing stand-up. That's the only explanation I can think of. This yeah. was the actual tweet back in yeah. July of 2019. I'm not a fan of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, which are not money and whose value is highly volatile and based on thin air, unregulated crypto assets can facilitate unlawful behavior, including drug trade and other illegal activity, dot, 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 dot. Check so that last paragraph out on the thing you just had up, though. Because that's the important part. Anyone who assumed Trump would be a drain-the-swamp libertarian advocate for censorship-resistant money. You want to go further down? Yeah, the last one. Oh, sorry. What matters is the very fact that a sitting president mentioned cryptocurrencies at all. Indeed, from a price perspective, Trump's disparaging remarks are on balance positive for Bitcoin. By Friday evening, the post-tweet price action reflected that. If I'm not... Can, that was like 2017, right? 2019. Oh. 2019. Okay, so now let me show it's you what he's gone up and down since then. But it's it's like Trump's comments don't dictate. Let, let me show you what he said success. on the, the Laura Ingram uh, interview. China obviously has its own push in the Chinese uh, digital currency. But isn't the next logical step for you to embrace Bitcoin? Because Bitcoin obviously is decentralized. The government can't get its hands on it. What about Bitcoin and all the young people, including African-Americans, who are, are very interested in it? Well, a lot of people are doing it. I always liked one currency. I, could, I call it a currency. I like the dollar. But a lot of people are doing it. And frankly, uh, it's, it's taken a life of its own. You probably have to do some regulation, as you know. But many people are uh, embracing it. And more and more, I'm seeing people wanting to pay Bitcoin. And you're seeing something that's interesting. So uh, I can live with it one way or the other. I've always liked one really powerful thing, and that's called the dollar. Yeah. I mean, those the, the asides, right? Like, the, that was pretty damn interesting. I call it a currency. I don't know. That's quite the change from from what he said before. But Laura Ingram's lip injections are getting embarrassing. I just want to point that out as well. <laughs> now I want to see. Hold on. She probably just did it before, right before. They looked like this. they were exposed to the vacuum of space. Speaking of that, we're going to talk about that here in a second. Wait, which space thing are we going to talk about? The moon landing. We, oh. we went back to the moon for the first time in 50 years. Well, a lander. We didn't We didn't go. And Humanity. We, wait, are we going to pull in up? humanity. Yeah, the zero edge thing? Yeah, give me a second. Okay. Give me a second. I'll pull this up. Um, the timing of all this is just amazing. I can't believe that it just worked so perfectly. Like all day long, we had this perfect uh, moon landing. We were getting back all sorts of uh, interesting artists' renderings of what it would be like if that happened. Hold on. I want to find the guy um, speaking on it first. Uh, where's that? Just, I, I saw this last night, and I, I just could not help but think of what Patrick would say to it. Here we go. Here you go, Patrick. This is dedicated to you. Okay, bud. Whoa, this is that old Bill Nelson guy from Florida, right? The former senator? Uh, I recognize yep. him. I think he runs NASA now or something like that. Something like that. The eighth day of a quarter million mile voyage. A voyage along the great cosmic bridge 
from the launch pad at the Kennedy Space Center to the target of the south pole of the moon, a commercial lander named Odysseus, powered by a company called Intuitive Machines, launched upon a SpaceX rocket carrying a bounty of NASA scientific instruments and bearing the dream of a new adventure, a new adventure in science, innovation, and American leadership in space. Well, all of that aced the landing of a lifetime. Today, for the first time in more than a half century, the U.S. has returned to the moon. Today, for the first time in the history of humanity, a commercial company, an American company, launched and led the voyage up there. And today is a day that shows the power and promise of NASA's commercial partnerships. Congratulations to everyone involved in this great and daring quest at Intuitive Machines, SpaceX, and right here at NASA. What a triumph. What a Odysseus has taken the moon. This feat is a giant leap forward for all of humanity. Stay tuned. Laura should share some of her Botox with him, I think. It's holy shit, but okay. So everybody was like celebrating this moon landing thing. He even said, aced the moon landing, right? Okay. And then it came out today. And we're going to read through some of this too. Oh, God. Okay. Let's... Zero from, zero, from zero hedge. <laughs> the 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 ball looks a lot more interesting than usual. Let's do this. We're gonna do this fucking shit. Okay. <laughs> Moonlander tipped over on touchdown, sending shares of intuitive machines crashing late Friday. Intuitive Machines Inc. investors have experienced more volatility than crypto traders since its Odysseus moonlander was catapulted into space by a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket from NASA's Kennedy Space Center in Florida on February 15th. Shares soared as the Odysseus spacecraft successfully entered the moon's orbit and landed. However, in the after hours trading on Friday, shares crashed on reports the spacecraft had toppled over upon landing in the moon's South Pole region. So what is this supposed I to be? I swear to God, that's a dick joke, guys. Listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing. None of this is happening. <laughs> the people who are doing this are taking the piss out of us. And they're going to be making lots of dick jokes. They're going to be making lots of jokes that involve some kind of sex act while they soil themselves watching us pretend it's real okay okay but th so this is my marble is, is this supposed to be a picture from the thing or is it know. ai i don't know they're what all the not real all of the pictures aren't real okay but my question though guys is like if they're gonna fake a moon landing why would they say that the thing tipped over and it was unsuccessful I don't have anything for you on this. It's well, so bizarre to me. So it, this could be disclosure. This could be a bunch of extremely powerful people knowing that they're about to lose their power 
and having a little fun on their way out. <laughs> so, well, I, well, I mean, I, I have let's my read own. This. Read, read this part, Patrick, first before you. All right. Intuitive Machines initially said its Odysseus Moonlander landed successfully on Thursday, but as AP News reports, CEO Steve Altimus said Friday that the spacecraft caught a foot in the surface, falling on its side and possibly leaning against a rock. He said a high landing speed might have snapped one of Odysseus's support legs. I guess we're never going to see it again. How much money were they able to launder with this little little well, fiction? I looked into some of that today. Um, there's an interesting guy who is one of the, you can go to intuitive machines, Wikipedia and start there. And one of their, um, th there's like three main guys. One of them has been in the nuclear energy field and has done all sorts of government development for, uh, DOE. It's that guy, Cam Gafarian. Yeah. Um, born. And, uh, and so there's a history in there that you can go to. One of their projects, it was called Morbius or something. Basically, like spent two hundred and fifty almost million dollars. Uh, you can look at down here. I didn't spend a, a ton of time on this today, but um, it's only like a few jumps away. And uh, but the project was like suddenly canceled. I don't know. Of of course, the thing that you expect. They're doing these really difficult to accomplish technology projects and money is reinvested for years. And then they just decide that it's not happening and they decide to cancel the project. Like, oops, I guess we lost. There it is. Morpheus. I think that project was project Morpheus later. On. By the way, all of yeah, these things are always that. named after pagan gods. Uh, Isn't Morpheus pagan. from, um, in the matrix, matrix also, yeah. but he's there. <laughs> there is definitely occult stuff going on here, but a project Morpheus was a NASA project began in 2010 to develop a vertical takeoff and vertical landing BTBL test vehicle called the Morpheus lander. It is intended to demonstrate a new non-toxic spacecraft propellant system. That's good. We don't want to toxify space. At least yeah. we're going to go there methane and oxygen, which is what farts are made out of. Uh, and and seriously, they're taking the piss, guys. None of this is real. Okay? <laughs> Just crop dusting all the way to the moon. They're gonna... Yes. Yes. <laughs> they're, yes, and it's always shaped like dicks. So funny. Did you see the freaking Bezos rocket? He gave it like an extra big dickhead helmet. He made it extra in your face that they're taking the piss they also did that in austin powers yes they did bezos or the bezos yeah it's it's Blue a origin i mean i guess i don't know what its name was i remember thinking wow oh they my made gosh. it even more like a dick than uh most of the other rockets this is some austin powers shit here yes i know yes he's like okay so let's make it extra dicky <laughs> wow. I'm yeah, man. I mean, come on. And then they say, "Well, that's the only shape that makes them fly to the face." <laughs> They're gonna have it dock with some. Oh, I don't even want to say. But here's the thing, guys. <laughs> what? No, know, say it. Say it. <laughs> you're gonna make it dock with some big 
fake vagina in some fake place they call space. And it's going to be really, really stupid. But the thing is, this is one of the things I think they, they tell each other, Hey, let's vaccinate them all because they're so friggin' stupid. They believe this. They genuinely think that they say to each other, look, if these go, well, not the word I'm looking for. If these cattle believe our bullshit, then they deserve what they get. And I kind of, I mean, I see where they're coming from. I do. I just yeah. don't, I don't know, man. Like why, like wh why bother with fake space, fake moon landings? And especially th this company itself, like th they saw their stock price going up when they said they did it successfully. NASA, the guy from NASA, when Bill Nelson came out and said, yeah, they aced it. And then as soon as they said that it, it toppled over their you stock price tanked. Why? Okay. Why would they do that? Because it's oh. a bust out scam. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, your money. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody. Hey, morons. Hey, our, our, our Moonlander tipped over. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we took the money they, already. They land perfectly. Everybody buys into the stock because they're hearing about how great Intuitive Machines is all day. And then as soon as the, the market closes, the the thing tips over <laughs> and the stock crashes in after hours trading when yeah. none of the retail investors are going to be able to like. I got to say, I got to say, you know, these people, <laughs> they, they warned us. They, they've warned us. They have a playbook and, and they, they rely on the masses being really hilariously stupid. And what's funny too is like because it tipped over, that's a perfect excuse to not like have any images or nothing <laughs> to prove it that they're there. Like, oh yeah, it fell on its camera side, so we can't take any pictures of anything. It's like the moon landing. Yeah, I go back to the moon in a nanosecond, but we don't have the technology to do that anymore. That's the they're they're putting literal retards out in front of us and laughing themselves sick. Yeah. That guy Bill Nelson, listen to that reanimated corpse telling us what science is. It's true. Unreal. They're, they're making fun of us. I don't know. I just don't care enough about this stuff. Like, I don't know. But you're wait, right. Wait, they wait. all they're all shaped like hold on. Like has a bunch of testicles. <laughs> <laughs> no, it has to be like that, John. Aren't you an engineer, you idiot? <laughs> Buy an engineering textbook. How we oh. augmented our original reporting. <laughs> God. Um, they wrote an article about changing their article. <laughs> Dude, if you go back in and look at... Uh, the, the New York, I, I actually grabbed, I thought this headline was so funny that even though it wasn't the uh, right article, I still sent it to you anyway. Um, but looking back at some of their, some of the, some of the pictures that are like the official pictures from, you know, 50 years ago. Oh, it's absurd. I mean, we, we did a baseless conspiracies episode on the moon landing and like some of the videos of them taking off of the moon. And yeah, they, they look a little ridiculous. I don't know. I would love to. We, should, we left his poor ass behind. We should do a special like Badlands episode of you, Patrick. You're forced to watch the Matt Walsh moon landing thing that he does. Oh, God. And then just yell at him for, or I guess not him, yell at the screen for an hour. 
I, Sorry, I, just, I'm I, waiting for this to load. You know, they they make perfectly good sedatives that will help me get through that. It'll be fine. <laughs> oh, it's just too funny. We will get to some other stuff here. I just want to see this article. If While we're I, waiting, Patrick, let's do our next sponsor quick. Absolutely. Who our next. Oh, hell yeah, guys. Angel Paste. Attention all proud patriots of the USA. Are you ready to elevate your skincare routine to new heights of natural luxury? Introducing our premium sweet orange infused angel paste. Meticulously crafted with only the finest food grade plant oils for your indulgence. Picture this, the vibrant scent of ripe oranges invigorating your senses with every application while nutrient rich oils deeply nourish and hydrate your skin. But what sets this version of Angel Paste apart is our secret weapon, sweet orange essential oil loaded with vitamin C, a powerful detoxifier known to revitalize and brighten your skin. Made with love and dedication in Spring, Texas, Angel Paste embodies the essence of American quality and purity. It's not just about the luxurious experience. It's about embracing the spirit of wellness and natural living. Uh, and so, guys, go to angel. Oh, sorry, go to badlandsmedia.tv/angelpaste, and we are releasing the new scent, the new orange-infused angel paste. A big burst of vitamin C. I can't believe we didn't think of it at the time. You use an orange essential oil, you get a big burst of that stuff, and it's very good for your skin. So, go to badlandsmedia.tv/angelpaste and use promo code Badlands to pry a dollar from my grasping hands your skin will drink it up i feel like you lied to us last weekend bro what'd i say because we were asking what your next uh flavor is gonna be and you said you didn't know yet uh i probably didn't oh you you chose orange in a week oh for sure yeah how I mean, long was... do you think it takes to choose i don't oh, know so as far as by the way and by the way if you want to get the orange essential oil infused angel paste uh you need to order it now it's for pre-order we haven't even made it yet. We have the angel mm. paste. We have the orange. We haven't put them together yet. That process is coming. So, I wonder uh, what that process looks like. It, it's basically just shaking the bottle up. Okay. I hope nobody memes that. Oh, they, I will, will definitely meme that. Yeah. That reminds me of the Shake Weight episode of South Park, which was maybe the greatest, uh, one of the greatest episodes ever. <laughs> You know, we, we were talking South Park last night on the Liberty Den for a little bit. Um, oh, the one where the queer eye for the straight guy episode mm. that was a pretty good one. That was the one where there's crab people at the end, right? And the um, yeah, I think so. And the family guy, where like how family guy makes their episodes. I liked it when when Bart Simpson cold cocks Cartman in the back of the head with a skateboard and says, Cowabunga, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Okay, here, hold on. This is. <laughs> we'll watch it. Oh wow! Serviced. Oh, oh well. I guess our edit, our run at number one is over. Uh, excuse me. Oh, oh no, no, sorry. I done with cleaning. Thank you. Oh, please, sorry. <laughs> it's only fifty seconds. Sometimes you need an old-fashioned deal. She wanted to work out. You never want to work out. I just needed help going to sleep mode. What? What? Come on. What? You are amazing. <laughs> and 
What? How about a quick workout? What? Stop it. Oh, I, I love when uh, it's trying to seem um, interested in her and it asks her um, what mean things she said with the women at work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so stupid, but so funny. Okay, um, this is the article. All right, here we go. Oh, oh, how we augmented our original reporting of the moon landing for its 50th anniversary. How we augmented it, guys. That means changed it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I want to read all this, but... Slightly adjusted. So I think we can summarize it. 50 years ago, <laughs> the people... We're not inured to uh, really, really good special effects and therefore could be tricked by the most comical bullshit of all time. So we're going to augment that shit for 50 years later audience that has seen gravity or has seen like literally any movie with space. And they're just updating the special effects. There I'm assuming go. that's what Didn't it says. You have to read that. I know. I, I assume. I mean, that is exactly right. They are yeah. updating these special effects. Mm -hmm. So the mission transcripts are packed with acronyms and technical jargon, but the astronauts' personalities come through. <laughs> Collins and Aldrin, both quick with a joke, while Armstrong is often more reserved. Yeah, Armstrong is the one who was really not okay with it. And uh, it's very clear that he was not okay with it. He, he cried at certain points after he realized that he was going to have to spend the rest of his life being a complete fucking fraud. All right. Um, Dude, the go-kart that they put up there, it's always a go-kart. Israel, go-kart. Moon yep. landing, go-kart. I know. Why do they always just put go-karts in places and think that we're going to be like, ah, oh, yeah, that's probably how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> okay, well, I'm going to play a video from CPAC. Something a little, I mean, I know we, we talked moon landings in South Park. We'll, we'll try to get a little bit back on track here. Um, this was Jack Basilbic. You guys probably know me. Just a huge fan of this guy's work. And I want to, who's he talking with again? Matt. Um, That's Matt Boyle from Breitbart. Matt Boyle. They have a little segment where they're talking about election stuff. And I want to discuss it. And so, yeah, let's listen to this. Immediately after this program yesterday, yeah. Laura Trump gave a speech and we carried it live yeah. down in South Carolina where she gave a full-throated endorsement and said that if she is uh, is elected, it is an election, yep. the co-chair of the RNC, that one of the things that she's going to put front and center, early voting and ballot operations. And I know every time I bring this up, people get, people get very upset about it. They say, I hate it. I don't like it. I don't want to do ballot operations. I don't want to do early voting. And what I say is, look, if the other side is bringing 2,000 mules, then we have to bring 10,000. Yeah, no, 100%. That's the point. Uh, how many close elections have we seen uh, that, uh, you know, there was a snow day on the election? Just like Santos. We literally just, just saw it, right? We saw it in Nevada. Uh, so I was in Nevada on election night 2022. Uh, it's the one state in the union where Republicans flipped the governor's mansion from Democrat control into yes. Republican hands. 
the Senate race didn't go as well. It was close. It was real close. But they ran two different campaigns. The governor uh, candidate, uh, Joe Lombardo, uh, ran, uh, and he's now the governor of Nevada, uh, was very focused on Las Vegas, uh, whereas you had Laxalt, who's a great guy, right, the former attorney general uh, of, 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 of Nevada, it was very focused on Reno and the upper parts of the state, uh, and it snowed on election day, and people didn't turn out, right, at, at the numbers that they needed. Now, they got real, real, real close, but guess what? If those people put their ballots in early, then we wouldn't have had anything to worry about. We'd have 50 Republican seats in the U.S. Senate right now, not 49, uh, and we'd be building from getting, there. Getting your ballot in yeah. early is like an insurance policy. Yes. It's an insurance policy over something that comes up, whether it be weather, whether it be Health. traffic, yeah. whether it be uh, yesterday. I was, I was almost late for the show because I was dealing with you know, a sick kid at home. Yep. Right? There are things that happen that come up in your day. Think of it as money in the bank, too, because yeah. that money that's in, now it's in there. Now you have more time to go and work and get other people voting. Look, do I want to return to one man, one vote, paper ballots, uh, same and, day and same day voting? Yeah. Of course. 100%. 100%. I don't think that you should, I don't, like, policy-wise, I don't think you should be able to vote or, you know, vote absentee unless you are, are seriously ill, like, in the hospital in the and can't leave or in the military like I was when I was deployed. Right. No, 100%. And by the way, President Trump agrees with you on this. I've talked to him about this at length, too. He, again, the, the fact is, is that we have to play by the rules as they exist right now until we get to a place where we can change the rules. How do you get to a place where you can change the rules? You have to win. Right? You win, then you can change the rules. Right? Like, but we can't change the rules right now because the Democrats control everything, at least right. at the And, and you level. look at those states that yeah. you just mentioned, Arizona, yeah. Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, each of those four Democrat has a governor. Democrat governor right now. Right, so we can't change it. So All right, I have so many things to say about this, and I'm sure you guys do too. So what they admitted at the end there is that right now the Democrats are in control. The Democrats who've shown that they... At, at they, the federal level where... Yeah, go ahead, sorry. They, they have no shame in weaponizing the government against their political opponents in every instance they can. The J6, the Trump, like everything. They are advocating to do something illegal in a fake system anyway. Mm -hmm. When the Dem and they also said, like the Democrats are in power, the only way to to change the rules, which yeah, we would love, we would we would definitely love it if the rules were like you know equal and fair and legitimate. But unfortunately, we're not in control right now, so we have to cheat to get into control. But then they say, but the other people are in control, so they're going to fucking cheat too, and they're going to go after you for cheating. Like the whole thing is stupid. Do not ballot harvest, guys. Not smart. I, I don't have anything to add to that. I, I, that's my opinion. Such a such I, a stupid it, thing. Like there, I find I find that bald fellow disgusting. Uh, I don't. I need him to stop talking. I'm. I'm. I, I, bald people sketch me out too, Patrick. I totally understand that. Ah. But okay. Well, this is the thing. Like I've I've noticed multiple people in, in our side like advocating to do illegal things. Like. There's a certain Twitter personality that keeps saying, Elon Musk, release the Twitter DMs of all these people so that we can arrest them and take them down or whatever. He would, Elon Musk would get arrested for that. That He would get sued into oblivion. He would probably lose Twitter if he released the DMs. That's going against his own terms of service. But people are out here advocating for that, like calling for it every day. Every day there's new posts like, hey, Elon Musk, release the Twitter DMs. It's so stupid. Like, why are you advocating for people who... Even if they're not on our side, like you're advocating for people to do illegal acts, it makes no sense. And in power right now is a weaponized 
weaponized government, they will do anything they can. They are looking for every excuse. This is why I don't advocate for people to stop paying taxes personally, because I don't want anybody to go to jail or me advocating for something when we have a weaponized people in power. I, I just don't know what else to do. I'm not going to be the one that tells you not to do that. I don't advocate for anything. I do. <clears throat> um, regarding the Elon thing, man, you know, I haven't been on Twitter to witness this, but it sounds like what you're talking about would be effective at getting people to think that Elon is part of the problem. Now, I'm not saying Elon definitely is not part of the problem or that he is. I, I don't know. I mean, I think that he's probably good and I certainly hope that he is good, but I'm not I'm not like certain that's true. So if somebody is saying if somebody's doing things that make it look like Elon is holding back that sort of information, no. maybe that maybe that takes him down a peg in people's no, minds. Th this, I don't know. this person this person created a list of names. Uh -huh. Um he was recently on uh Alex Jones show at, like okay. celebrating uh Trump being assassinated would be way better for everybody if Trump got assassinated. Oh, if you remember, remember that. that clip. Um but he has this whole list of people and he somehow knows that all of these all of their plans, all of their shenanigans that they did was through Twitter DM and he's calling and he even take me in a post once is like why would you guys not call for like Elon Musk to release the Twitter DMs? And it's it, it's like you are asking Elon Musk to go against his own terms of service, open himself up to liability, maybe a crime. Like, I don't know if that's a, well, that might, that's probably a crime. Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't know. I assume that all that stuff is already, um, already evidence in whatever it needs to be evidence in the idea to me that the Twitter files, for instance, weren't a prepackaged intelligence product, you know, sure. So I, I think of all that Twitter data of that age in the same way, you know, so, so I'm not sure that that would be my opposition to it. Um, Do you think the I Twitter think files went as, for as far as they asked, could have though? No, I, no. I and I mean, we, I don't know if we're going to talk about the new um, Schellenberger thing, but like, I, we can. I, yeah, I mean, I've been one of those people since that time who said like, this just isn't revelatory like this is stuff that we've known for years so you know and i made that meme earlier everybody's always like well it's to wake up the normies <laughs> okay well maybe it is but i'm not how, how am i supposed to know that because what we're being shown right here is what in any other terms if we weren't convinced that everything is just to wake up the normies this sort of media operation where you deny and ignore something for five or six years and then you come out as if you're the one that discovered it and frame the issue for the for the mainstream news consumer that's an effective limited hangout and it seems to me like everybody's just applauding effective limited hangouts because the mainstream is finally saying something that we were saying four or five and six years ago that is the trend of all of news history i would imagine well, let me let me show you this because it's, it's weirder than I even thought. So anytime I see Schellenberger post something, it's always something that we've been talking about for a long time. Like, oh, Chinese control over U.S. oil and gas at heart of Biden family influence peddling new whistleblower reveals. New something whistleblower we've already talked reveals. about. All this bullshit. I even read which, through. 
Which what episode was... of Devolution, the Devolution series, did you cover this concept? Uh, a, a couple times, but yeah. there was that one article where Biden executive order reveals that he sold out to China and the Mark, um, Marco Polo stuff. Like none of this stuff is new. But so anytime Shell, this, did you check to see if this is in the Marco Polo report? By the way, I didn't read through the whole thing. I just went. Yeah. What I do whenever I see Schellenberger post anything is I go to the the third tweet because the first tweet is like the the clickbait. Oh my gosh, whatever. And then the second tweet is always like a chunk of the article. And the third tweet is normal where he puts support this groundbreaking, never before seen reporting by subscribing. And so I go and I'll make fun of him for it, call it out. I'll post my tweet, whatever. Like, but instead he changed it to please subscribe now to support public's award-winning journalism and read the rest of the article. So like what these guys have won an award. And so I'll show you. You go to let's public Substack award. Um, okay. So these guys won an award. And so I, I dug into this early in 2023. Public was honored to share the Dow <laughs> Journalism Prize with Racket and the Free Press. So Racket is Taibi. The yep. Free Press is Barry, Barry Weiss. Weiss and Friends. Yep. So those those people all won an award, and it was the inaugural award. Twitter Files awarded inaugural Dow Prize for Excellence in Investigative Journalism. I was like, okay, well, I've never heard of this foundation, so I looked them up. Let me show you. Hold on. So I go to the website, and I, I was like only halfway through digging digging into this when um when we started the show. So I'm not even at the end of this rabbit hole yet, but I'll get there. But so this is, it's the Dow Fang and Angela, Angela Foundation. They're the ones who gave it. This is the guy who started it. Dow Fang, he, he, um, let's, let's read through some of this, Patrick. Why not? Mr. Dow Fang, he is originally from Yunnan, China. He was among the first college students to resume the entrance <clears throat> examination in 1977. He holds a bachelor's degree in economics from Yunnan University and a master's in economics from Fudan University, China. In the late in the 1980s, he worked for China's famous policy think tank, the Research Center for Rural Development of the State Council of China, and was deeply involved in China's rural land reform. In 1989, he was politically punished. In 1992, he left the government and turned to business. Okay. That first sentence of that paragraph, is this translated straight from Chinese using an algorithm or something? No, this is like their website. This is okay. this is like an American, he lives in Maryland now. Okay, so his English is fine, but why would you have one sentence, whatever, he, he was politically punished, whatever the hell that means, and then just skip forward three years, he left the government and turned to business. He founded See No Way Investment Corporation and Limited and was the chairman until 2016, beginning in 1997. He can, led See No can Way. Can we stop for one second? Yeah. So right here, he was originally working for this, the Research Center for Rural Development. That is this, they've renamed it the Development Research Center of the State Council of China. And it's the advisory body, which recommends policies to the CCP. Okay, so that's number one. Let's keep going. Uh, so let's see. Where, where was I? 
Beginning in 1997, he led Sinoway Company to successively acquire more than a dozen bankrupt companies such as Jiangsu Huayang Cement Factory, Kunming Kung Fu Pharmaceutical Factory, Yunnan Jianshui Chemical Company, and Kunming Southwest Commercial Building. That was amazing. Really good. Are you sure you're not CCP? We've been accused yeah. before, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, maybe, you know, you do that that uh, Chinese accent as a joke, but I'm trick, starting to think trick you, is you just read, actually you read the letter exactly as it says in front of you, and it sounds perfectly good. <laughs> All right. That wasn't your best Chinese accent. We're not going to be number hey. one on Rumble anymore after this. Well, we will be if everybody hit, hits the thumbs up right now. All right. Ready? Before we get any further. <laughs> He transformed them into profitable enterprises for sale. In 2001, Sinoway Company acquired the bankrupted Sinobright Group Company Limited, a listed company on the verge of bankruptcy and delisting. Its market value was only 300 million RMB when delisted and suspended after 15 years of perseverance. Mr. He turned Sinobright from loss to profit and carried out a strategic restructuring of the company in 2014. When he resigned from the chairman and principal shareholder position in 2016, Sinobright's market value had risen to 14 billion RMB. Mr. He also has many successful investment cases in the U.S. biopharmaceutical industry. Anyway, so like, we, we I won't read through the whole thing, but I went to this this company, um, their, their tax forms. So this is, again... The Dao Fang. Oh, shoot. I'm trying to zoom in here. How do I make this full screen? There we go. Hold for processing. Sorry, one second. They formed in 2016. This is taking so damn long to load. Okay, screw that. I'm just going to do it from here. Whoops. Okay, so Dao Feng and Angela Foundation. I just want to show you two things on here. Number one, and there he is again, Dao Feng He. They gave a grant in 20, 2016 to the National Council of Chinese America, and then it cuts off. But I looked them up too. I'll show you them in a second. Um, but then they're they're they what they started with the money they started with their seed money. This four million, almost five million dollars came from this random name. Hold on. Please let it involve the word dong. No, it's not dong. Right here, whoever this guy is, Jai Kui gave him their founding money, and so. As we went, like as we we're going live, that's what I was looking up. This is the only thing I found so far. Was this guy from? I doubt this is him, but maybe it is. I don't know. But he's a dude doing research Same. into evolutionary perspectives on novel coronaviruses back in February of 2020. My but God, I, I don't know if that's actually him. But anyway, um, let me show you the website of. Okay, this is the, the National Council of Chinese Americans that they gave money to their first year. And this reminds me of like the, the Thousand Talents program that um, Trump was always harping on and, and Pompeo and all those people. 
But anytime I click on their website, like about us, it gives me a 404. Ah. Press releases, 404. The well, only these, thing that's active is the homepage. I mean, these NGOs are just money laundering operations anyway. So, yeah. But anyway, that's who they got their award from. And so th this to me is like, it's, this is, it's a, it's a freaking limited hangout. That's, that's exactly what this is. That's why they keep doing and why we keep ranting about it and why we need to keep ranting about it is because they are not, they're never going to get to where we need them to get to with any of their reporting. Or yeah, they're going to get enough people on board with their reporting and bait and switch you. Yeah. Everybody's staying out. back at that point. Everybody's staying back at that point is the way to make sure the awakening doesn't happen. Yep. Like we need to go so far beyond like where we are now. We're in a great place. We can, we keep making progress all the time. The Like what people understand compared to three and a half years ago is incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Like, I think it is the most uh, spectacular thing in the world to witness. I want that to continue. Like it is not blackpilling black for me to say that and then say, but we're not done. Not only are we not done, we have some real hard work ahead of us. After watching that little interview between the little creature and Jack Posobiec, uh, we're still laboring under the misapprehension that anything about our elections is legitimate at all, that they have to bother counting any ballots. You can harvest until the cows come home and it won't make a difference because the people typing in the numbers at the end of the day that go to the mainstream media who are the actual arbiters of our election. Look at this South Carolina primary. They yeah. called it what, what, 11 nanoseconds after, before the polling closed or something like that with nobody reporting. They know the exact totals. Why? Because it's all bullshit. Yeah. yeah. And and this is what's frustrating. I mean, I know even with our own little Badlands circle, there's, there's different perspectives on this being a black bill take to say that, hey, they're going to steal, they're, they're going to try to steal this election and they might succeed. Like you, you guys need to be mentally prepared for that possibility. That doesn't mean we shouldn't vote. Do you, do you remember back in, um, gosh, it was in early mid to early 2023 when General Flynn wrote that article? Like, mm -hmm. we're fucked, guys. We're fucked. They're going to steal our elections. We're fucked. The only people that can stop this is the governors, something like that. I don't even remember all of it, but it, it was, I, I fully endorse and agree with that take. Like, they, they're the ones that control everything right now, and they are going to, they're going to pull out all the stops. This is their last chance. This, this is the final, like every, every battlefield leading up to this 2016, 2018, 2020, 2022. Th this is, this is the actual one in, in my, in my this is the one. And, and I still don't believe that Trump would have walked away in 2020 unless he somehow cemented his return. Right. I've said that before too, but I, I, I think this involves like the, the most, the thing that's going to wake the most people, which is what I believe this whole thing is about, is is we're going to be in a situation in 2024 where n nobody is going to vote for Joe Biden. Nobody wants Joe Biden. Joe Biden is done. He's shot. They can't get rid of him. But he, even I think I saw Bill Ackman. Did you guys see that? Ackerman? Ackman? Ackman. It sounds Ackman? like Ackman. I don't remember who he is. I remember the name, though. Yeah, he's like a bajillionaire. Oh, I'll play a little bit. One of the guys who was leading the charge against the Harvard president. Thank good they thank goodness they got that commie out of there. Oh my gosh, they got me in there. 
they got rid of Claudine Gay. Yeah. It's, I think it's done. Named. I mean, it's embarrassing. It's em And by the way, the other thing to point out here is, and I have been pointing this out as of others, Biden is, I think, is done. I mean, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for the country having him as a as a presidential candidate, let alone the president of the country. It's crazy. And it's just going to get worse and worse. And he should, you know, it, the worst of his legacy is his ego that prevents him from stepping aside. And that's it. It's his ego. Clown. It's so wrong and so bad. This and guy so gives bad. me the friggin' creeps. Uh, you know, you talk to people. I was in Europe. I was in uh, London a few days ago. And people are like, Bill, it, how can this guy be a president? And, and it's a bit like, again, I go back to my business analogy. Being a CEO is like a full contact sport. Being president of the United States is like some combination of wrestling, marathon running, <laughs> you know, try being a triathlete. I mean, you got to be a, a serious physical shape and at the top of your game to represent this country. And he is a far cry from that. And it's just getting worse. And it's embarrassing. And I and he's got he cannot be. And by the way, every day he waits, he's handing the election uh, to Trump. And, and so an another point here, guys, I just thought of is if, if you follow the the Pasobic model and har harvest ballots and cheat to try to win in 2024 here, you are going to give the left an excuse as to why Trump won. They're going to say that Trump cheated to win the election when that happens. And and th there's no way that that Trump wins or sorry that uh that that Biden legitimately wins the election. There's there's zero way. Like at the end of the day I think Trump is going to be the one inaugurated. So I I, I don't want to go that far. We all I, I do believe and I don't I don't know if you guys believe this fully, but I do believe that we should be voting no matter what, like you need to participate. This is, there is no other options at this point. I agree with that. I but, do too. Okay. Okay. Good. Maybe, maybe was it G money? That's, I don't know. G money is a wild card. He is a wild card. It doesn't matter. G money is Bitcoin. Bitcoin is life. But yeah. re regardless, I believe that we need to vote no matter what, no matter what everybody should be voting because that is the, the only path forward that is, it's the only option available. They did get that part right on on uh, the Pasobic thing, but but I still think they're going to end up saying that somehow Biden won this election when he's polling at thirty eight percent right now. And then by, by the time the election starts, like who knows what he's actually going to be pulling at? He's going to be pulling at twenty eight percent, eighteen percent. Long way to go. You know, regarding um, the the video with Pasobic and Boyle, I think more than ballot harvesting being a form of cheating. My problem with that approach is that every element of that approach works to reaffirm terrible ideas. One, that the that there are votes being counted and tallied correctly and that it's just a matter of getting the most of those things into the system. That's false. Freaking psychotic to believe it to be true. Also ballot, indeed. Ballot harvesting, early voting, mail-in voting, all three of these things are elements of the election fraud apparatus that we are now uh, signing up to participate in and strengthen and put our faith in to then put more faith in the fact that they actually count the votes. And we know all of that to be untrue. Going out and registering voters. Sounds like the most innocuous, absolutely must be beneficial thing there could possibly be. 
Voter registrations are easily defrauded. They have public-private partnerships and allow those private partners to enter voter registries into the system without any input from the state as they are entered. Voter registries are raw materials for creating election fraud and stolen elections. I'm sorry, it's just true. The solution to voter registries is to completely purge the voter registry and have each and every goddamn person sign up again. So in order, if you know that that is the solution, then add it and you know that voter registries are raw materials for election fraud, pushing in more raw materials to support that system and not doing the one thing that could be a solution is not how to win. And I don't know how much easier how much clearer I can be about that. Okay. That's the Scott cannot, Presser thing, right? We cannot sit here. Yes. We cannot sit here and think that, um, okay, but we got to try as hard as we can anyway. All right. None of these things are trying. That is my point. These are not methods of trying. These are methods of participating in a rigged election. If you want to try, make sure everybody knows all the time that elections aren't real. Okay. We don't have real elections until someone can prove that the votes are being counted accurately in any circumstance ever. You should not believe that they are. It is your duty as an American not to buy into that bullshit. What, what, what do you think about how many people, especially from Con Inc., were pushing for Scott Pressler to be the new RNC chair? That is an op. It's hilarious. The RNC is the corrupt agent of this ridiculous fraud system so great stick your wonderful ballot harvester scott pressler in there put whoever you want in there the organization itself has to be dissolved it's it can't be saved let me say one more let me say one more thing just to make it clear that this is not about um going after any of these people personally like i'm not a fan of any of these people if Scott Pressler wants to understand and respond to those complaints, I'd more than welcome that conversation with him. I'm not trying to uh, label people as bad guys or go after them, including Posobiec and Matt Boyle, by the way. I am totally open to the explanation that much like uh, Donald Trump, who reflects the state of understanding back to us, that could just be what Posobiec and Boyle are doing. They're... they're I've said this countless times. There's no doubt in my mind that Posobiec is part of some info op. He is his own info op. He used to work in naval intelligence. He's very good at communicating. He knows what he's doing. He understands internet lingo. He knows what he's doing. He is communicating a certain thing to people. And it is not just something random that he's doing. So either he's doing a good thing or a bad thing. If he is just reflecting back the current state of things, he also did say, uh, people hate it when I say this. Well, the people that hate that are people who know what's up already, right? There's no other reason to hate what he's saying. It's only people who know what's up who hate it. Similarly with Bill Ackman, he talks about his friends in London and it's embarrassing that Joe Biden is your president. Now they're saying, hey, what are you guys doing? Bill Ackman voted for Joe Biden and he is also uh, communicating that he is embarrassed by Donald Trump too because he's worried that Biden's going to lose the election. That's why he's embarrassed of him. Bill when Ackman, Bill Ackman is indistinguishable from those people who are trying to get rid of Joe Biden to replace him with someone who they believe is stronger, Michelle Obama, Gavin Newsom, Hillary Clinton, whoever that is. Uh, Bill Ackman 
is the face of clown world. He's the face of the group that Donald Trump referred to as very rich, very stupid people. Clown uh, face. Yeah, he had a clown face. He gave me serious creep. He gave me the creeps. Uh, like I, I don't really want to claim to be part of the same nation with him. I don't think. I don't think I am actually. Let, let's just hypothetically say that okay, we're all going to go vote, and we're going to get Trump in there. Do you still think do we do we win both House and Senate too? Because I don't think they let us do that. And if we don't do that at some point in Trump's next term, 2024, 2026, nothing fixes with the voting system and we're right back to square one when this is all said and done. It, I've written about this before. My article, the 2000 Mules article, the, one of the first things Trump did when he got into office was this executive order, 13799, May of 2017, Establishment of Presidential Advisory Commission on Election Integrity. He named Mike Pence to it. He wanted to look at all this stuff, all the laws, rules, policies, activities, and everything. Patrick, actually, let's read. Let's yeah, read absolutely. This. Section, Section three. three, mission. I remember this. I remember this devolution episode really, really vividly. The commission shall, consistent with applicable law, study the registration and voting processes used in federal elections. The commission shall be solely advisory and shall submit a report to the president that identifies the following: a those laws, rules, policies, activities, strategies, and practices that enhance the American people's confidence in the integrity of the voting processes used in federal elections. B, those laws, rules, policies, activities, strategies, and practices that undermine the American people's confidence in the integrity of the voting processes used in federal elections. And C, those vulnerabilities in voting systems and practices used for federal elections that could lead to improper voter registrations and improper voting, including fraudulent voter registrations, and fraudulent voting. And John, on. you're muted. Yeah, hold on. Let's go down to right here. There we are. Response. Rick Hansen. Law lawsuits. Yeah, lawsuits. At least eight lawsuits were filed challenging the commission, alleging that its activities violated the law. Five of the plaintiffs in the different lawsuits were nonprofit organizations that included the ACLU, ACLU versus Trump and Pence, and Joyner v. Presidential Advisory Commission on Election Integrity, the Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights Under Law, the NAACP and NAACP v. Trump, Public Citizen, what's Public Citizen, and the Electronic Privacy Information Center. The lawsuits by the first two groups involved the lack of transparency of the commission's meetings, whereas the lawsuits by the last two groups involved the collection of the commission by the commission of personal private data. In addition to law, the lawsuits, complaints have been filed with federal agencies against two of the commission's members. Yeah, so we, we don't have to read through the rest. He got stonewalled. They fought him on this tooth and nail, and they'll do this again. Like It doesn't matter what Trump does if he gets elected. We're not going to be able to fix the election system unless something happens that makes everybody want to actually look into it yeah like he needs the actual public mandate some something needs to trigger a mass like hey this is clearly fucked up we need to look into this and i don't think we're going to get it unless they steal 2024 this this is the chance this is the most obvious opportunity for them to steal an election which they have no business steal. they didn't have any business stealing 2020 but they got away with it they're not going to do that again and then Remember that article you sent over um, from the Hillary Clinton uh, advisor? It was like two, three weeks ago. We went over it on a Wednesday power hour, me and Burning Sid Bright. Sidney Blumenthal in The yep. Guardian. 
Yes. Yep. And it was basically like, okay, even if Trump wins with this Colorado ruling, mm-hmm. we we now have like the mandate where we can basically we don't have to even certify him. And now yesterday, and this was well, all over John, social media. What he was saying in particular, though, was that after Trump was announced the winner of the election, the Congress could then vote to uh, to deem Trump ineligible due to insurrection. So what the, the ruling that they want from the Supreme Court, they're fine with Trump being left on the ballot by that ruling. They want the court to clarify that the Congress has the ability to deem that Trump has insurrected and then say that he's ineligible under the 14th Amendment. There's this article. Everybody's like freaking out on Twitter over this. Badlands Media, we were ahead of the game. But basically the same thing, how Democrats could disqualify Trump if the Supreme Court doesn't. And they go into much more detail about this. And so, again, they're pulling out all stops. Mm-hmm. There has to be something else. Like, there's no way. And I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I, I, I don't. I think Trump implemented devolution. I think there's evidence of that. But I don't know how this gets unfolded because the Democrats have already shown their hand that they will not let Trump take office again. They will not do it. There has to be some sort of superseding ruling or evidence or or, or something to stop them from stopping Trump. You know what I mean? I think that, you know, I often, when I talk about this, say things that make, and, and people get mad. They think that we're like blackpilling. No, we're Motherfucker. not. Motherfucker. Right. Uh, the way I think about it is, what is the, our opposition wants the absolute worst case possible scenario for us to happen, correct? I mean, I think we can all agree on that, right? We want the absolute worst possible case scenario to happen for them. So we should at least be conscious of what elements make up their worst possible case scenario for us, right? I think they're actually okay with a Trump win as long as people believe the system works after Trump has announced the winner. They can take the House. They can take the Senate. They can work to subvert Trump and undermine him in another term. They can work to impeach him. Maybe they think they can ride out four more years with the House and the Senate and a Supreme Court and just grind everything to a stop, especially if they have, um, you know, all of this forgets about the fact that elections get changed at the state level. We're not paying attention to whether or not they're creating election fraud uh, for state representatives and state senators. They still talk about um, the possibility of a contingent election where it'll be decided based on state delegations. You know, the, the raw number of state delegations. Is it 26, 24? Is it 27, 23? You know, if it's 25, 25 and one is just tied in delegates, maybe that that's out and it's 25, 24. They, they are thinking about all of these possible options. The best scenario for them is allowing Trump to win so that all of MAGA thinks, okay, well, Trump won, so the, the system's fine. We're not going to fight for election integrity now. And then they get the rest of everything else and ride it out or get rid of them in another way. But I can't imagine Trump wants that. Like, I can't imagine. Of course he doesn't, no. If, if we're going to fundamentally change America and fix things and actually give the government back to we the people – it doesn't involve placating us with a, an election that we let's okay. We won this one guys. Let's just go right back to how things were before in 2016 or, or, or prior where they're just going to steal the 2028 election. 
and and we're effed. They'll just they'll they'll restart back over again. And we'll just keep doing that cycle. Nothing gets changed until we fix the election systems. And I don't see how we fix it without exposing it fully. Like everybody needs everybody in this country needs to understand, not just this country, but the world needs to understand that all elections everywhere cannot be trusted. Mm-hmm. And we need to figure out a new way to do them so that we can trust them. Because if we can't trust them, this is what happens. Our country and and the entire world goes just it's shambles. The the mm-hmm. entire thing. That's what Ackman was saying. Like the, the world was the world is basically a mess right now because because of what's happening in america yeah this is the, it's the importance of leaderships and the, it's the important of actual election integrity which we do not have and cannot claim to have in in this 2024 election um something i said at guard in in this conversation was you know l- these different projects whether it's vo- uh registering voters or ballot harvesting or any of that if a thousand people over the next well i said it at the time it was 10 months but at, so let's just use that because it's easy math. Over those 10 months, if a thousand people put in a hundred total hours, so 10 hours a month, right? Two and a half hours once every weekend. That's a hundred thousand labor hours of something that is not effective for helping us win. What if those a hundred thousand labor hours went into um, figuring out how you can uh, focus the attention of the nation on the fact that we don't have legitimate elections. Yeah. That is 100,000 labor hours used in exactly the right direction instead of used directly in opposition to what we actually need to accomplish. Yeah, someone in the chat just sent this in from Scott Adams. L- Scott Adams' caption is very interesting because this was also true in 2020. Yep. Yeah, people are saying too, Mike Benz, he exposed some of this stuff, right? He exposed the, the censorship side of things and how they yeah they do color revolutions i'm going to be interviewing um mike benz in like two weeks i don't have an exact date set but i'm it's the second week of march sometime in there we're going to be doing an interview i mean i'm very excited to talk about to him about all this stuff because i think there's there's a whole flip side of this that we haven't even gone down but yeah this this is interesting like they're talk about throwing away a ballot like if, if you know exactly what party you don't like just screw it we'll throw this away we don't have to look at this what yeah. state is this? Washington. New Washington state envelopes for mail-in oh. ballots. Yeah, well, Washington state is, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> captured completely. Although the, the funny thing is Texas is captured completely as well. Uh, it's just less, it's captured by the Republican fakers. Jay Camo, you guys are so doomy. Like you lost confidence in all your research. No, it's my research that gives oh. me confidence that they're going to steal it again. You know, you know, say you didn't li- say you didn't read the research without saying you didn't read the research. Yeah, I, I, have, I have full confidence that Trump implemented some sort of continuity government plan. I just can't imagine that his plan involves, okay, guys, I know they stole the election and, and that's why I had to walk away, but I'm going to trust that they won't be able to steal it next time and that'll get me back in. There, there's got to be something else. There has to be something else what'd you say Chris? elon musk other... elon musk is is responding to it and so apparently he, he what apparently there's a reply from elon on scott adams tweet what that, were spo- that, that was interesting oh ha huh, good well good elon should get uh eyes on that oh dude it, i mean you can read that sarcastically and it's just hilarious <laughs> 
We can find, by the way, that happening in 2020. And John, you could drop that on Benz or Musk and probably get heat on that. On what? Showing it from 2020. There were there were envelopes. Ash will remember. She's in the chat right now. But there were envelopes where either the paper was see-through and you could see the party registration or there was an actual cutout. And it may have even been in Colorado. Um, so I'm certain Ash knows. By the way, uh, Scott Pressler basically blames the voters yes. for what happened in in Arizona in 2022. Uh, I, I, that makes him not fit for any position as far as I'm concerned. You know, he, he, yeah. can, he can go around running his mouth and I'm sure people will still give him money. But I, I know I have no respect for that guy. Blaming voters for the results of stolen elections is <laughs> insane. And Con Inc. blaming Donald Trump and MAGA for losing elections is similarly insane. Donald Trump is by far the most popular politician this country has ever seen. Ever. He might be the most popular person ever in the world. Yes. And we are just deranged about this fact in this country because the entirety of the corporate media is against him. But look with your own eyes. Yeah. The other leaders of other countries love him. By the way, Trump said tonight, before we change topics, Trump said in his um, in his CPAC speech, he said that uh, if God came down and was responsible for counting the votes, he would win California. So Donald Trump knows how big his majority is. If you understand that elections are stolen, you and how and how much they can be stolen then you already understand that Donald Trump represented well over 50% of this country in 2020. And it's only gotten so much bigger since then. Like if we fix what we need to fix, the, the, the outcome is not in question. And frankly, I believe, you know, I gave a, I gave a speech up there. We had like a hundred thousand people show up. I said, what the hell is going on over here? I always hear Republicans can't win. California, you can't win. I will tell you, if God came down and God was the vote checker, I believe we would win California. I think it's so crazy. There you go. Uh, there's a comment in the chat too. Just Facts Media says, uh, what's the point of devolution if Trump doesn't get back in because they stole it? The point of devolution was protecting the NEFs while he walked away for a period of narrative warfare. The whole point of this period is to win the narrative. And I think the biggest part of that narrative is exposing to everybody not only how corrupt everything is, but how fake our elections are. Because mm -hmm. yeah. if, if you expose yeah. elections in 2024, you expose them for all time. You expose 2020. You expose who knows how many, how long have they been seeing elections? And sure. it's not just presidential elections. It's it's down ballot. It's all the local elections. It's everything. Mm -hmm. Helping None of these people. Hava, Helping Americans Vote Act uh, of 2002, I think it was, right after the the Bush v. Gore clown show. Yeah. They made a federal law that makes it illegal to not use voting machines. It's crazy. Oh, By the way, there's have you checked out this blonde chick sounding the alarm? I, I put it in the private chat. Ali Samarco. Uh, this blonde chick. Yeah, I put it in the private chat. Ali Samarco warning us about Plan 2025. Project 2025 is an... Yes. 
We need to talk about Project 2025. Project 2025 is an agenda created by Republicans for the next Republican president. Their plan is to reshape the entire executive branch by firing and replacing federal workers that they deem the deep state. They also plan to slash Department of Justice funding by dismantling the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security. Lastly, they plan to completely eliminate the Departments of Education and Commerce, in addition to gutting climate change regulations in favor of fossil fuel production. Finally, Project 2025 would immediately invoke the Insurrection Act of 1807 to deploy military for domestic law enforcement incidents, and they would direct the DOJ to pursue anyone they deem as Trump enemies. This is not a far-fetched plan. This plan is happening and is led by the Heritage Foundation in collaboration with 80 plus other conservative organizations. All of this will go into effect if Donald Trump wins the presidency in November of 2024. I'm Donald Trump and I approve this message. That is based AF, but it's not exactly accurate. I mean, is she just misreading a Daily Beast article or something? Probably. I mean, this happens on both sides, but yes it is a heritage foundation thing these are it's just a it's a think tank this is a a well a, a right-wing think tank and they have like yeah this is what we want to do but that doesn't mean this is any of this is actually going to happen well, hold even on, though hold i, I kind of hope it fucking does so yeah. she's misdescribing what their plan is though that's the most important part of this i well, really do lying, think lying. that yes. she is yeah i think that she is uh just reciting things that she's heard people freaking out about in the news. Like, I haven't read the entire report. It's 900 pages long. But I have read uh, some of it just to see what they plan to do at certain agencies. They basically have a different writer or a couple different writers address what should happen, an agenda under this next Trump term for each and every agency. Like, somebody takes on the Department of Education. Uh, Peter Navarro does one about uh, the part. The I, I think you know Peter Navarro was like Trump's trade guy, so he writes about trade policy in the second administration. I didn't see anything when they were uh, you know doing the agenda for the Department of Education about eliminating the Department of Education. Now again, I didn't read the whole report, so it's possible that I missed it. But it seems like, and I was actually disappointed. My reaction was. Why aren't they eliminating these things? Um, so I think that she is just uh, misstating some some articles she read. But I I, I would Maybe. totally be on board. I mean, I'm in favor of describes. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, that was that was a Donald Trump advertisement by a pretty yeah. cute chick. You could just <laughs> put, you could just kind of stick it on a on a website and send people to it. Mandate for leadership, the conservative promise. I'm tired of the word conservative. Hmm. Oh, John, you're muted. I got taken something today. Um, I said uh, there's a lot of misinformation and BS on both sides, but I got taken something today about Mike Pence and his. It was it's about that article you sent over, Chris, about how Mike Pence goes to war against Trump. He's another. This is just more proof that he's a traitor. And if you watch last Wednesday's episode, mm -hmm. you actually go through his foundation and what he wants to do. Everything he's touting is Trump policies. He even says in there, like under the Trump Pence administration, every single thing. But people are just so quick. What about that thing about okay, the Pence trying to get away from populism, whatever the hell that means? Is that what you're talking about? Talking about like oh, he goes to war with populism. Well, does he say that? 
his war with populism is by pushing all of the things that him and Trump implemented, returning to them. Everything that him and Trump implemented during the first administration, that's him going to war against populism. That's it's, it's stupid. People don't actually read into stuff. They just they, they react to the headline. It's, it's, well, it's retarded. Well, yeah, that's what we have you for. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, once once you've embraced a kayfabe interpretation, everything is uh, eligible to fall under that. And so, you know, I, I think it's worth being a little cautious about just adopting that right away. You know, Pence's website may not have been updated since 2021. I don't know how that plays into it. Speaking about the uh, the MAGA agenda while speaking against the MAGA uh, initiative and and kind of drive what the driving force behind MAGA um, that seems no different really than what a Ron DeSantis was doing. Now, if you want to apply the kayfabe explanation to Ron DeSantis, then fine. You can you can always use that explanation and come to the outcome that you desire. The problem is, you know, a lot of people gave that explanation to DeSantis. Maybe it's still correct at the end of the day, but it sure doesn't look like it. And it you know, we've ignored a bunch of these things, thinking that these people just can't be this thing. Turns out, yes, they can. And, you know, we should at least be cautious of the sort of things. Oh, for sure. Hey, I, guys, I agree with you. I, I'm just yet to see any actual evidence of Pence doing the things that everybody says Pence is doing. Yeah, I'm all good with that. Yeah, me and that, too. that's what, but I agree with you on DeSantis. I, I do not believe that was kayfabe. You want to check out Donald Trump? You want to check out Donald Trump and Javier Millet? Uh, oh, yeah, we can do that. Greeting each other. I put it in the private chat. Uh, Ash in America says, Don't be afraid to catch feels. <laughs> Trump looked like he was like. <laughs> Thank you for working for me. Oh, no, no. Hey, very, very happy. You are very generous. Thank you very much. It's a very special great Thank you. 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 Make Argentina. Whenever I see him, I just I, I think of Austin Powers, like that that hair. James Trafficant. He's got the exact same hair as James Trafficant, who for all that we can tell in hindsight was a fighter for the people who was absolutely rolled over and squashed like a bug by the deep state. Oh, we, um, we covered him on, uh, on, uh, basis conspiracies too. I watched that episode and I don't, I don't know. I was pretty, uh, I'm going to have skeptical because Zach got the book where the, whatever we were looking for was allegedly supposed to be in. I don't think it was actually in there. He never reported back to me. I'm going to bum people out by saying this, but uh, uh, Javier Malay and Donald Trump, their body language is something that I have seen countless times. And when I would see it the most, 
is when I would be at a uh, celebrity driven event where some drunk acquaintance was accosting some celebrity and they knew they had to be polite to that guy, but still wanted to get the hell away from him. And that's what I watched that entire time with Trump and Malay. That oh, yeah, was I got, that, I got that too. That was the second most cringeworthy thing I've seen today after Trump bringing on Lindsey Graham. Oh, yeah, I we should watch that. Oh, hell yeah. And I really also think that we should play um, a little clip of Trump speaking about Victor Orban's comments because Trump has a just a really wonderful, authentic, important moment that was very subtle. And I think it's worth okay. like getting some eyes on. First, we'll do Lindsey Graham. Not a lot of people know him. He doesn't do too much television. He happens to be a little bit uh, further left than some of the people on the stage. But I always say when I'm in trouble on the left, I call up Lindsey Graham and he straightens it out so fast. And I'll tell you, no, 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 no. Remember, remember. What? I love him. He's a good man. Come up here, Lindsay. Come up here, Lindsay. Come here. Okay, are you ready? America, the nightmare you're facing is just about over. Help is on the way. This is the most qualified man to be president of the United States. And let it be said that South Carolina created the biggest political comeback in American history. Motherfucker. Is this what is this the deal he cut so that we didn't hang him? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, so this is the Victor Orban thing. Law enforcement hunts for conservatives and people of faith, religious Hamas and Antifa will terrorize our streets while they're. That's interesting itself. And it is brutal indeed. It is brutal and horrible, like nobody's ever seen before. It takes over our. What, you want to comment skip, on it? Yeah, skip back ten, 10 seconds. Um, he he basically equates Hamas and Antifa. Territory. I can tell you that. While weaponized law enforcement hunts for conservatives and people of faith, religious. Hamas and Antifa will terrorize our streets while they're brutal ideology, and it is brutal indeed. It is brutal and horrible, like nobody's ever seen before. It takes over our schools. China will dominate us, not just economically, but militarily, and that's what they want, and that's where they're heading. But they weren't heading there with me. I took over $400 billion out of China, and they weren't too happy about it. And then all of a sudden, we had the China virus. Now I happen to think it was incompetence, but a lot of people disagree with that. And a declining crooked Joe Biden. He's the crookedest, most incompetent president in the history of our country. We'll soon have us losing World War III. We won't even be in World War III. We'll be losing World War III with weapons the likes of which nobody has ever seen before. These are the stakes of this election. Our country is being destroyed. And the only thing standing between you and its obliteration is me. It's true. 
Does this man age? Victor Orban, somebody I respect greatly. A lot of people respect him. Tough guy, smart. What'd you say? It's just how good he looks. Yeah. He's about to talk about Orban, and I don't want to step yep. on that. I just want to point out the guy doesn't appear to be aging. He probably uses angel paste. Damn, damn straight. Guy, he made the statement recently. He said, uh, you bring back Trump, it'll all stop. They all listened to Trump. They respected Trump. He actually said it stronger than he said they were afraid of Trump. I don't want people to be afraid of me. But he said China was afraid. Russia was afraid. They were all afraid of Trump. Bring him back and it'll all go back. And I will tell you, uh, we had things at a level that nobody's ever seen before. We had no wars. We had defeated ISIS, got rid of the worst terrorists in the world. You know that. And solely defeated. We took 100 percent of ISIS gone. And then we had no wars for four years. We had no wars. First time in 72 years that that happened. No wars. <laughs> Hillary Clinton. Do Is that good? Yeah, I, I, I just, I love that moment where he says, I, I don't want people to be afraid of me. You know, Orban says that these other leader, leaders fear him. And he's saying, I, do, I don't want them to fear me. I just want them to understand that things are this way so that we can all get along. And I mean, that comment, understanding the emergence of this multipolar world order, that is right in line with that. And, you know, that is one of those things. I try to spend a good amount of time on geopolitics on my show because we see the same story that's playing out here, playing out in these other countries Patrick, we talked about Lula down in Brazil today. Yeah. You know, he is Brazil's Joe Biden. They had a Dominion decided election. They had their own January 6th. It's the exact same playbook playing out in another own powerful non shaman. Yeah. Two, two years later, it's the same playbook playing out. It's just cyclically moving around the world. And that's in response to the same playbook being run against us. And that's their playbook is is uh, the destabilization of nations and the infiltration. And then they blow up the corruption at a certain point. They need to change things once people figure out what's going on. So they just destabilize everything again and use people's discontent to further infiltrate and present the solution. You know, And so we see that playing out over and over and over again. That thing matters so much. The regime that's in place right now, the people who think that, you know, our opposition in the United States, they don't have any way of dealing with the multipolar world order. The election, the effect of our American election, the actual election itself on November 5th, the effect that has on our enemy worldwide is min minuscule in relation to the fact that the multipolar world order is already emerged and is inevitable to continue. Yeah. What is interesting though, is like if we expose election fraud here, yes, the, the ripple effect that could have worldwide is pretty astounding because imagine what that, I mean, if we expose how bad the election fraud is here with the machines or whatever, every place in the world that uses the same machines or uses the same process, they're going to want to change it overnight. They're going to have to, they're going to be forced to, they'll have no option i mean it, it it's i mean at some point that has to happen somewhere and i th it, it i think it needs to happen here um why did you want the chris christie thing chris 
Oh, because of uh, the way Trump was talking about um, Lindsey Graham and and the way he was quieting down the crowd. He's like, no, 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 please don't we'll, we'll, don't say we'll don't say Lindsey is a rhino. We'll close with that tonight. That'll be our outro. But yeah, is there anything else on this stuff? Otherwise, um, we, we got quite a few rants we should get to, and we got two ads we got to get to yet. I didn't pull up all the rants this time, so I got the rants. I'll read the rants, but do you want to do our next Ooh, two sponsors nice. real quick? Can Absolutely. We, can we also just appreciate the return of the Sky Circle? Oh yeah, Very, that's right. Yeah. We're over Utah now. Who cares? Is it a Chinese? Is it a, still a Chinese balloon? <laughs> that's a baroon, isn't it? It's well, a hey. baroon. I got <laughs> I, I to gotta, I gotta friggin' redeem myself after Captain Critic over here didn't like my last Chinese attempt. We, uh, I'm Captain Critic. Yes, uh, Baroon was better though. That was much better. Thank um, you. The timing of that is interesting though because we just had uh, a huge outage. I wonder if the Baroon had anything to do with that. I don't know. There's Elon Musk saying test like a few hours before the AT and T outage. Yeah, it's Elon's Elon's fault. Um, okay, Patrick, let's do loaded gun coffee. Absolutely. Wake up to the bold flavors of Loaded Gun Coffee, where passion, precision, and patriotism infuse every sip. As a veteran-owned business, we ensure each cup is steeped in pride and unwavering commitment. Our roasters handpick the finest coffee beans from around the world and have mastered unique brewing methods. Our skilled farmers cultivate the coffee to embody the essence of duty and honor in every meticulously crafted blend. But it's more than just coffee. It's a family's enduring commitment to freedom, with military veterans tracing their legacy back to the Civil War, including Purple Heart recipients. Loaded Gun Coffee is a brewed testament of pride and honor. Dedicated to preserving the integrity and strength of our beloved nation, we proudly stand as fierce advocates for a secure border and a strong America. And we stay loaded. Stay loaded, Badlanders with Loaded Gun Coffee. Visit badlandsmedia.tv slash loaded and enter promo code BADLANDS for 10% off your purchase. That's badlandsmedia.tv slash loaded. Promo code BADLANDS. Have you guys got your Loaded Gun Coffee yet? No. I have not, but I will I be need happy it, to get I it. I need it now, like big time. Okay. This is a lesson for you guys. I've had to teach this lesson to a lot of people, but you got to pay attention to our advertising chat because they're asking all the time, like, hey, anybody want to sample this? Anybody want to sample this? If you aren't paying attention, you're not going to get your loaded gun coffee and this awesome hat that comes with it. John, is that hat all the way on your head? This is all the way on my head. Okay, gotcha. No, no, it's not. It's, okay. I don't want to mess up my hair. I can't do that. But yes, loaded gun coffee is great. We got one more sponsor too, the Badlands Shop, Patrick. Real Hell quick. yeah. In today's fast-paced world, Peace of mind is priceless. That's where Badlands Media steps in. Preparing for life's uncertainties is about being ready for anything right where you are. Welcome to the Badlands Media Shop. We've partnered with Patriot companies offering products that empower you to prepare for any eventuality comfortably from your home. The Badlands Shop has everything you need to secure your peace of mind. Browse the virtual aisles. Prepare your family for the year ahead with products you can trust from companies that share your values. Whether it's growing your own food or prepping long-term storage, protecting your family or stocking up on emergency supplies, we got you covered. 
get prepared. Visit the Badlands Media shop at badlandsmedia.tv slash shop today. Every purchase supports a freedom-loving business as well as supporting Badlands Media. That's badlandsmedia.tv slash shop. Thank you for your continued support. Okay. Okay, please. Give us a credit. Yeah, guys. Okay, let's do some rumble rants. Unless you guys got any closing thoughts on what we've discussed so far. Uh, we don't win unless the popula population wakes up to the elections being fake. And Donald Trump winning still doesn't do that. Just because Donald Trump wins doesn't mean we have real elections. Can you can you say it again, but with a Chinese accent? Got the call. No, because you're going to be a freaking critic on me. And, and you're going to be like, yes, this wasn't your best. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll only compliment you. Oh, now, now, now it's pointless. <laughs> now it's... Now it's just worthless. Oh, come on. Erections are fake. And it don't matter. Incited the erection. There you go. Okay. Buck8056. Question. Could President Trump tempor temporarily deputize all sworn police officers in the United States to enforce and round up all illegal aliens? There is precedent. Could this be the plan? Pretty sure that's what he's been saying he's going to do with um, the Eisenhower model. That he keeps touting. He's going to deport everybody. Yeah. He's Has to happen. He's going to deport 20 million Biden voters. <laughs> Lee Walden, good stuff, troop. Word on the street is that Trump's online research project is equal to the cube board. Your thoughts? Stay frosty, boys. Where we go one, we go all. I don't know what that means. Trump's <sighs> online research, research project. project. I don't know. I need to find out more before I talk about yeah. that. Sorry, Lee, but thank you for the rumble rant. Yeah, uh, Lincoln Hawk, nice to see you, man. You need to get some loaded gun coffee and get yourself a hat. I know he's a hat guy. Trump told us they would steal the election in 2020. He now says they will try to steal the 2024 election, but we will stop them. He always tells us what's going to happen. Trump wins in November. I would agree with that, but also leading up to 2020, if you go back and look at the videos, he's like, they're using mail-in ballots to steal the election, and we're not going to let that happen. He also said, if we're right about the fraud, Joe Biden can't be president. I mean... There's multiple instances of him saying stuff like this. I just, I, I don't know. I'm, yeah, it, it's not black. I just, I think it's most logical that they're going to steal it. And it's, that's what's best for the awakening. And that's the thing that I, I know for a fact that we are in a period of irregular warfare. Trump has confirmed that as well. This, it's the same agencies that for the last seven years have been conducting illegal psychological warfare campaigns against the American people. I have that clip. Don't forget them... this persecution is being done by the same weaponized agencies that for seven years have been running illegal psychological warfare campaigns against the American people. That's what we're fighting against. And so that, that makes them control. enemy combatants, by the way, in, in the legal sense of the term. Yep. And I'm going to hone in on that with Mike Benz, like because he, he flirted around that a little bit. I still think he was. He needs to clarify some of his DOD comments. And then I'm, I'm going to harp on him about like the stuff Trump did with psychological operation and uh, yeah it, it'll i'm very much looking forward to that interview uh, buck 8056 continued when george w won his second term he flew in ten thousand police officers from all over the u.s and sworn in to be federal officers just for the day for parade protection i was there from portland Ten thousand. just lot. to protect a parade must a have been cops. was it the macy's day parade maybe i don't know Big we're looking into well the inaugural obviously right and Probably. is it is it possible i mean 
that would have been a strange inaugural because I is he talking about 2000? Did he say 2000? In 2004. Um, the okay, okay, sorry. Yeah. yeah, then I guess that point goes out the window. Wow, what a loser. Good job, Chris. Win some, you lose some. Um, you you win most. Cloud Kicker 17. Hello, gents. Thanks for all you do. Thank you. S Cushion, just a whisper, giving you some money. Hope Rumble starts taking the Lightning Network coins. Mm. That'd be cool. That would, be, that would cool. be cool. Maybe Badlands can just start taking the Lightning Network coins. We're working on some stuff. We're gonna we're gonna revolutionize the the Rumble Rant game or the donation game through Bitcoin here soon. You mean we're not Badlands Media is not going to be modeled on the uh, the free press model where she is now seeking uh, seeking capital because the seventy five thousand paid subscribers per month at eight dollars don't keep the bills paid. Who? Who's got Barry, that money? Barry Weiss. That's in what? that Axios article I sent you. I'm so sick. Seventy five thousand. Paid pull, pull subscribers. Up, pull up the Axios article. It's in the uh, the chat there. Hey guys, do a paid subscription to uh, Badlands.substack.com. <laughs> if you seventy five thousand. Yeah. Oh, actually, this one has even, this has even more than the uh, than the New York Times article that said seventy five. This says seventy seven. Okay, hold on. Patrick, you want to do the math on seventy seven thousand paid subscribers at eight dollars a month? So, I mean, they sure it's not multiplied by ten, and then grand away, a month. It's basically like call it six hundred and eighty thousand or something like that. Yep, six hundred and eighty. I don't know. I just pulled that out of my ass, but it's it's like close to seven hundred grand a month. Six sixteen, I think. Twenty-seven thousand times eight dollars a month. Yeah, six hundred sixteen thousand. And that's insane. Yeah, is this just so, going to? But but. They got 20 employees. By the way, that is the, it is a totally legitimate business model to do what they are doing. Yes, I am is. not I am not fault I'm not faulting that. I'm just saying like you can look in the section right above that and they talk about um com commercial success of like the Daily Wire model. The Daily Wire model is just an alternative version of mainstream media. That is that is oh, yeah. not independent media. What and is their model? So if you go up, it says, um, this is basically the, the plot of the last season of Succession. All those kids wanted to start up one of these same style news ventures. But uh, more money is flowing to media outlets and platforms that provide an alternative to mainstream news sources. So they want an alternative to the source. They don't want alter they don't want different perspectives. They just want a different brand. Mm -hmm. Do, do yeah. you know, um, do they have a paywall? Like it says they have 540,000 total email subscribers. 77,000 of them are paid. Let's just go and find out. I imagine they do the same thing as uh, Taib and Schellenberger. Freaking nuts. And they also have a, uh, a podcast. 14%, almost 15% of them are paid subscribers. So I, I was always like super punk side. My model was everything's always free, right? Everything's always free, no matter what. If people like what you do, they'll support you. I, I had a ton of um, Substack subscribers, but I was constantly getting emails from Substack like, dude, you are so far below the threshold of our average like paid subscriber percentage. Like you need to change, like they were telling me to change my, my model because 
I, I think I had like less than, I had less than 1% of my email list as actual paid subscribers or something. So they weren't making money on sending out emails every time or something, but they were bitching at me all the time about changing that up. But I think that's the, I feel like that should be the only model. But so these people are actually looking to raise more money on top of this. Yeah, money. They want capital investments and, you know, just looking at the associations. Yeah. I don't know. You got to wonder, uh, you know, you know, they gotta, they gotta make a buck. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not even hating that part, you know, but I just the hate thing the is, fact that they're freaking scumbag limited hangout intelligence operatives. The free press was being advertised on city billboards around the country as they were like dropping the, um, the Twitter file stuff through that whole period. And then this wall street journal article that I sent as well, I think the archive link there right below the Axios link that talks about how, if I, if, if I sent the correct link that talks about how, um, People were looking for a new news source to call home. There it is. Yeah. Trying mm -hmm. to flee the mainstream media coverage of Israel. And Barry Weiss just keeps revising the story about October 7th to make it more rapey. For <laughs> real. What, what, what concerns me about this is like anytime you bring in outside donors or funders or whatever, you, you muddy the water. Like at some point, they're going to have there's going to be some sort of yeah quid pro quo like well, that is an Barry, incentive that they're going to have to like okay well now you can't say this certain thing yeah Barry Weiss comes to the conversation pre-muddied uh there's there's no chance of her becoming more corrupt as a result of funding she's just a mouthpiece and always has been mm -hmm. uh but Barry Weiss know, us i would never take money i and and you're you're not doing so is is Never. We, we've had offers, but ne never. Yeah. Won't do it. Barry Weiss is the woman who, for the New York Times, gave us our new intellectual ren renegades by doing the PR campaign for the internet, for the uh, intellectual dark web. And then she was also in the middle of the, uh, the New York Times editor's scandal. She was like the one who branded herself by standing up to the cancel culture within the New York Times, if you remember in 2020, when there was the meltdown in the editorial room after Tom Cotton had published the op-ed on the Insurrection mm -hmm. Act, they all lost their shit. Yep. Crazy. Anyway, well, go to badlands.substack.com and give us a subscription, <laughs> guys. Yes, please. That Actually, you should, you should all be subscribed for free because it's all for free. We've had some just fantastic stuff. Not just the, the Badlands um, brief that we do at Monday through Friday, but a lot of our actual like articles that we put out a couple times a week have been phenomenal. I mean, not just lately, but for a long time. So make sure you guys are getting that content as we put it out. Grandma Pat 20 or 323 says, we AF worked our buds off here in Charleston for Trump all volunteers. Cool. I think you put the AF in the wrong spot, but Nikki Haley was paying $15 an hour to illegals to take our signs down to go door to door and oh. leave literature. That's crazy. Wow. That's nuts. Rosalinda, 
South Carolina Badlanders is having a meetup next Saturday in Bueno or Buena Park, California. It would be nice if Wink Wink, Jatriot, Alpha Warrior, or any other Badlands personalities in the area would attend. Um, can we back up to that? That that is a lovely idea, by the way. I hope that goes very well for you. Yep. Um, so let, let me say one thing on that. So for the meetups, we were gonna like have our own like official little like Badlands is gonna be the one that's associated with these. We're, we're stepping away. We're letting you guys do this. We are not associated, but we hope you guys do these things and get together. So make sure you guys are in the Badlands GART chat. And that's, I think, where a lot of the organization, or at least you can get information about them. Um, but yeah, okay, now go ahead. So that last one, I wonder if the person who left that rant on the illegals being hired by Nikki Haley's campaign to take down uh, Trump signs I would wonder if if that person has any more information on that, like what the companies were that were hiring, doing the uh, the hiring. You know, in Atlanta, they used Stacey Abrams' happy faces to do that sort of thing. That would be an absolute scandal if a GOP quote unquote presidential candidate was hiring illegal aliens to interfere in elections. Yeah, that would be extraordinary. It would be even um, for these times. Okay, so I'm I'm reading the chat and while I'm doing both, but you're spot on. The Gart chat is in Telegram, so if you've got a Gart ticket, you would have had an email link to the Telegram chat as well. And make sure you guys get your Gart tickets too. Dallas is coming up soon. Postal for Hope says, so they don't have an account for sending back information. I don't know what that's in reference to. I'm just looking at Ash1776 saying rapey go-karts, and I I can't get it. I, I think it's beautiful. I think it's a genius name for October 7th. Hey, you guys are looking for a podcast name, right? Rapey go-karts. <laughs> Wonderful. We'd, Andy, be, uh, we'd be banned on YouTube before we even did an episode. Yeah. Good thing we're, not, we're not trying to get on. We're already banned on YouTube for streaming the Tucker Carlson show. That's kind of funny. Yeah, we got copyrighted. And so we were like in, we're in YouTube purgatory for like four weeks or something until they like, okay, you guys have our permission to stream again because you restreamed somebody else's stream. How dare you? <laughs> um, Andy Artis says, for the best space dick joke. Oh, $50 for yes. a good space dick joke. That's, that's great. Nice. It's quite the price for that. Counterinsurgent. Uh, you have to show this now, and it's a video link. Have to do anything, but I will entertain it. Let's see. I don't know, sir, but it looks like a giant dick. Yeah. Take a look out of starboard. Oh my God! It looks like a huge pecker. Oh yeah. Wait, that's not a word pecker. It looks like someone's private. We have report of an unidentified flying object. It is a long, smooth shaft, complete with two balls. What is that? That looks just like an enormous wang. Pay attention. Oh, <laughs> that enormous flying. Willie. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> wow, it looks like a giant Johnson. <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you for saying that. That was well worth. Oh, uh, that that's from uh, Austin Powers, right? Yeah, yeah. Austin okay. Powers too. Uh, Sleep State says the inhabitants of the moon might have tipped it over. You never know. It's possible. Uh, 
CO99FE. John, do you ever check your Telegram DMs? I have a map for you and Kate involving Tataria and Genghis Khan. Also have source link. I'll check that out. I very rarely check my Telegram DMs because I get about like 400 either porn or cryptocurrency bot DMs like a week. So I, I get uh, I get random ads for porn and crypto literally from myself. Like people who are Patrick Gunnels saying, hi, can I interest you in some crypto and some porn? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Where do I sign up? Yes. Uh, live free or die 91 says so thankful for you guys and the truth you share hope to see you in myrtle beach that's south carolina john yeah i know where it's at i was joking i was being really, facetious the other day when i made that comment can but, i ask you a question about yeah. myrtle beach even though i should be pushing the, the dallas south yep. one that's going to be gorgeous is it going to be on the beach it's going to be on the beach holy crap i hope i get and, to go to that one yeah we'll, we'll see We'll see. No, I'm sure you'll be there in attendance. Um, yeah, Dallas, we're almost so, we're so close to being sold out. So if you plan on coming, you don't have much time left. That that will probably sell in the next week or two. Um, and then once that's sold out, we're gonna put Deadwood on sale. And then once that's sold out, we'll do Myrtle Beach. So we'll get there. Silverback, 1983, hundred dollars. Great show. As always, fellas, aside, when I need a good laugh, I just play the PG Supercut from Last Guard. Hopefully, I'll see you all again in Texas. Benson's Arizona. Thank you, Silverback. That is a great video. Thank you very much. Crystal Anon, space does not exist. Biblical cosmology is real. Love you, Patrick, for speaking truth. No matter the BS, everyone will know who wants to know. Thank you so much. There you go. That, mean, that means a lot to me. I really like hearing those, those, uh, those comments. Especially when they pay $20 to make them. Damn straight. Uh, Susie ZO. Oh, by the way, everybody, make sure you guys hit the thumbs up before you take off. We're at, let's see where we're at. We have like 15,000 watching and we're only at 3,000 likes. That's about right. 20%. Yeah. But I feel like we could do better. We could do better. Hit that like. Do, better. If, do, do you guys know what that means? This is, okay, on the video thing, right here at the bottom, this thumb, that's the like. Hit this thumb. Look at that. We just got like 20. It only lets you do it once, but I can check on it. See, look, just got to remind people and they'll do it. There you go. Thank you, everybody. Uh, let's see here. Susie Zio. Love my pink Badlands sweatshirt. Thanks, guys. Always love the conversation. Thank you, Susie. Hack Samet. My first Rumble rant ever. John, hi from a fellow North Dakotan. Hello. Cool. Patrick, thanks for always making me laugh. Chris, I enjoy your unique perspective. Y'all are great. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you so much. Always appreciate fellow North Dakotans getting in the getting in the game. I kind of figured you two knew each other. I do not recognize the name. Okay. But, but uh, I probably do know whoever that is. Wedge Gravy. Anyone notice they are showing total mail-in votes and total votes on the South Carolina primary? ABC, 29% mail-in. Assume those are going for Haley, the cheating margin. Take that away. Tee up 89-11. I think there's more. The cheating is more like the Democrats. Like, there's been a lot of reporting of Democrats voting for Haley in her own state. It's just so, it's so funny. Like, she can't win her own state, and she has to have Democrats vote for her, and she still can't. Not um, blown out. A storm has arrived made a really important comment on Twitter, in my opinion, pointing out that we're still letting the damn mainstream media tell us who the winner is. Yeah. 
they're, they're, they call it. Well, we've decided what the votes are. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the answer is a voter news service or whoever. You know, it's it's a terrible precedent to keep allowing to get through because when the chips are down in November. You know, was it the storm has arrived or was it his brother? I don't know. I think it was Patriots in control. Sorry. He'd have to search him because he has zeros in his damn name. <laughs> the point is absolutely uh, well taken. I mean, yeah, Patrick, it's yeah. one of the most critical things to understand. The media doesn't tell us who wins elections. And again, let's let's check in, John. If you still have that link to the Hill article, um, it's worth checking in and seeing where we are with the uh, South Carolina results that are coming in. Yeah. Do you want to um, read through this first, Patrick? Yeah, sure. Uh, from Patriots are in control. Trump was always going to win South Carolina in a landslide, and of course I'm all for it. But I'm a bit weary of allowing the fake news to all, in coordination, call the race within minutes of the polls closing. This just continues to give them the power to do it in the future when they need Trump to lose. Even DJT himself said this was earlier than they expected. Not trying to be a Debbie Downer. Just saying, you can't keep letting the fake news determine who wins elections. It's funny, I after when 2017, we were starting to realize some of what's going on in this world. I remember saying to somebody, you know what? We're not governed by the mainstream media. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, yes, we are. They're yeah. our government and always have been, or at least have been for as long as I've been alive. We're at 452,000. He's 30,000 votes away from being spot on. I mean, what are the chances? I mean, with Trump, pretty pretty damn high. What the? Okay, with how many reporting? Ninety eight percent estimated. Okay, percent of the. Well, he won't get there then. Well, that's two percent. It's supposed to be two percent of precincts. That's what it used to be, and now they do say it's two percent of the estimated vote. So yeah, I mean, Patrick, you're obviously right by the math, but uh, I don't trust that 98% reporting number yeah. any more than I trust the numbers below it. Yeah, let's see what happens. Watch him end up at like exactly double from the time before. Or something. If he I mean, does end up at exactly double or even like, you know, within a margin of error, that's really exciting. It means that Patriots really are in control or at least indicates it strongly. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, damn it. I totally just lost track of what I was going to say. That's okay. We'll come back to you. I'll keep going until you remember. Um, Diana D11. What if the twist to Laura Trump supporting ballot harvesting and such is to get the Dems to come out against those things? I can be totally into that. Yeah. But so who cares? They control the counting of the votes. Yeah. We need some machines. We need uh, to get rid of those machines that are not, but definitely are connected to the internet. C.J. Hurley, 1961. My grandmother worked for a company, GAF, who was responsible for the film and development during the original moon landing. I have some of the first prints from that landing in a safe. No way. Wow. You need to come to a guard, and I need to see those. Dude, can't you make, like, a lot of money with that? Like, blow up that story? Well, that's why he has it in a safe. It's in a safe. It's in a lockbox. It's not earning. It's not. It's not waking up. <laughs> I totally believe you. By the way, like big time. Uh, 
Wedged gravy. Man, Britain spies on Trump. That is an attack by a foreign country. There you go. I would agree with that. Um, CJ Hurley, 1961. It flipped over because the earth and moon are not flat. Oh. There you go. That was the same one who said he's got the tapes. That's got some killer shit right there. <laughs> and then again, CJ Hurley, Patrick's head is round. Why not the earth? Love you, guns out. Who's a, it's true. Who's a Guinness? Poso, Pressler, Lindell are all baiting specific responses from Dems that we are prepared to catch. It's a trap for the other side, not us. They're not very good at their ops then. Yeah. In my opinion. Wedged gravy. 2000 election was a psyop to move to machines. It was a solution to the problem of hanging chads and the public accepted it without question. Every election since has been unreliable. I would yeah, say it's I, been a lot. I that. That. Yeah, that's I, Hava. Yeah, mind my own. How's it going, Mindy? It says, my Biden voting parents are now admitting we have a border problem, but they live in their own global psyop. We need a big happening before the election if this is about waking people up. Yeah, I think we're still going to get something in terms of the economy and who knows what else. We keep getting yeah. stories of an illegal immigrant murdering college females like that. We had another story on that. Who, who was that? Who, who was the? Who was that super chat from? That was Mindy. Mind my own. Gotcha. Yeah, that's, She's been Mindy, on Kate's show. Mindy, um, you are not the first person I've heard that exact same story from. Yeah. Uh, Silverback 1983 again uh, says, I love politics. I want to get involved at the local or state level or even national level, but I'm terrified. They will come after my family. My wife owns her own business and I have a lot of kids. And then again says, I have... Been to war three times, shot at more times than I can count, and I can still say you guys are more brave than I am or than I want to be right now considering the danger. So thank you for what you do. Thank you. That means, thank you very much. Service, man. I don't feel brave. Maybe I'm just stupid. Uh, it could but, be. But, it could be that. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel that way either. I can't yeah. imagine getting shot at. Yeah. Compared compared to getting shot at, I, I don't know. I think that uh, you're the braver one. But I totally respect the like, the the kids thing. Mm -hmm. That's that's really my only concern about doing any of this stuff. I'd be a lot. I don't know. I, I'd get involved more. I tell you what, man. Like to me, it's scarier to not do this. Yeah. You know, like I, to to not to to like allow that thing to just advance on you while you. I don't know. And I'm not saying that person obviously is doing nothing. He's raising a big ass family of, of uh, Americans. And I love that. Right. And I want people to be doing that while, especially while I'm not doing it. Like this is the least I can do after having, you know, in many ways, a pretty easy ride for most of my adult life out in Hollywood. So, you know, to me, it's the least I can do. Um, but I always will say, however scared you are of that thing, the thing that happens if we don't stand up is much scarier. Yeah. See, for me, it's like because of my kids, if, if I didn't have kids and the consequences would just be on me alone, mm -hmm. I would do I, I probably would do things like advocate for not paying certain fake imaginary government required things that they'll put you in jail for. Like there, there are things that I would <laughs> probably do differently. But because I know that they're still like, I have to look out for them and I want to be there for them. And 
you know, in their lives until they reach a, at least a certain age, that those are things I'm, I'm not willing to do, in, at least for now. So I totally respect that. I get it. <clears throat> Kids change things. Um, Namster is now a monthly supporter. Yes. Wasn't Namster the music thing Nap from back Nap in the day? Napster. Napster. Okay. This is just somebody who really digs being in Nam. <laughs> Nom. Nomster. I almost called Nomster. Melindy, having a forum on the site would really help facilitate those local meetups. Just saying. Hope there's progress on that front. That is a good idea. We used we talked about that at one point, but I don't know if we've pulled the trigger. Thank you, Melindy. I'll look into that. Aussie Mix 73, Go Cartnado. Just an idea. Great show, guys. Much love. And then we got um Bet Patrick, can you check the boosts? You bet. So I gotta get something loaded up here. We got a, a green star to send in a video for our outro instead of the uh Chris Christie one. How do I get the boosts? Okay, no, I'll, I, I'll pull them up. Oh, I found them. I found them. Okay, I got them. So twenty dollars, ten twenty-seven JS. Surprise. Bet you thought I forgot. I kind of I was wondering. And um we also oh that's it. Oh wait, no. Yeah, let me, we're done. Let me go back and look for Saturdays. I, okay. I got it. Here's one. Ollie Beans. Oh. Or maybe we read this one. I, I remember this one, yeah. Okay, we read that one. Cool. Well, thank you guys. But yeah, if you're watching the show later, you can and still want to support the show and have it read on the show, you can go to badlandsmedia.tv, click on support, click on the Devolution Power Hour, and uh, you can leave us a boost, and we'll read it on next week's show. And, oh, here, Sleep State says, have you been approached, harassed by any security services? Nope, just been doxxed by Mike Rothschild. That's about it. Yeah, and doxed, being doxed like that resulted in what? Anybody well, ever come to your to house? He did get involved in my divorce. He did, but he's a scummy little little vermin. Yeah, he, but but did anybody attempted. ever? You got da You got doxed. You know. Yeah. Did anybody ever come to your house as a result of you getting doxed? No, but I also like my address publicly is not where I live. Like, I'm just, <laughs> my parents are going to be the ones that get harassed, <laughs> not me, because I'm going to try to leave it at their address as long as possible. But yeah, he could have like got, got me to lose my kids. Like if the judge would have allowed his testimony and like that's what he's trying to do is call me a QAnon domestic terrorist and then use that as the reasoning for why I can't have custody of my kids. But it didn't work. So suck it. <laughs> but anyway, that's the show, guys. And I'm, we're going to leave with a, a Green Star video. So thank you, everybody. Hit that thumbs up. We appreciate it. Thumbs up. And we will see you next Saturday. I wonder uh, what that process looks like. It, it's basically just up. Okay. I hope nobody memes that. Oh, they, I will, they will definitely meme that. Did you see the freaking Bezos rocket? He gave it like an extra big head helmet. He made it extra in your face that they're taking the piss. Seriously, they're taking the piss, guys. None of this is real. Okay? <laughs> and it's always shaped like dicks. I don't know what its name was. I remember thinking, wow, oh they made gosh. it even more like a dick than... Uh, most of the other rockets. This is some Austin Power shit here. Yes, I know. Yes, it's like okay, so let's make it extra dicky. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, man. I mean, come on. I go back to the moon in a nanosecond.
but we don't have the technology to do that anymore. But you're wait, right, wait, they wait. all they're all shaped like Hold on. He has a bunch of testicles. <laughs> <laughs> no, it has to be like that, John. Aren't you an engineer, you idiot? <laughs> Buy an engineering textbook.